Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. If you really want to be one of the best brewers there is... I stopped uh, dressing all in plastic. You better be brewing five to six times a week. A beer, every beer, is made with love, and it begs to, to be appreciated. I need something to kill the salmonella I'm kind of worried about in the eggs. Do you find that uh, that the hops kind of clash with the uh, chicken embryo you put in there? <laughs> well, I might sleep here tonight. It's a California <laughs> king. There's plenty of room for both of us, Beavis. Yeah. How many of the brewers over there have seen your ass? That's Clearly. it. Someone's getting cut tonight. All yeah. I have to say is, hey, McDonald, how you doing? <laughs> no. Live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Good afternoon, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Brewing Network Sunday Session. I'm your host this evening, Justin Crosley. Along with my co-hosts, we got JP and Tasty and Beardy. Um, everybody's, all of our co-hosts are sober tonight. We're here. Uh, we're here and we're sober and we're ready to get loose. That's and... what you think. <laughs> if you've been a if you've been a listener for a while, you you'll know who's missing by by me <laughs> saying all of our co-hosts. Are sober. <laughs> um, we start sober. I mean, we, we're pretty good. We're good. We're pretty good. We're solid drinkers. We know what we're doing. Well, our guest tonight though brought um, they're they're big on Imperial oh, IPA. Yeah? Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, Im- Imperial Stout. Stouts, yeah. and, right. uh, and then IPAs. And then IPAs. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw the list. Now Nothing under seven percent, right? Yeah. Um, so you know, it could get get ready. Could get fun. <laughs> yeah, we've got Moxa Brewing Company in the studio with us. Um, a, a great new brewery. They're brand new, but oh, have, wow. have really been making waves. And uh, I just was at a beer festival this weekend with with Beardy, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Excuse me, up in Sacramento. Oh, the Capital Festival. Yeah, yep. and uh, Moxa had quite a line right from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, so people really excited about them, and we're we're excited to have them in the studio. Um, they're from Rockland, California, which is a, a place. The north of uh, Sacramento. Yeah. Yeah. It's up there. Yeah. 
Uh, so great show with them, and we'll have some good beer. Today's program, of course, is brought to you by More Beer. You can go to morebeer.com and check them out. And for years, the folks at More Beer have been leading the charge when it comes to cool and unique homebrewing equipment like the Robo Brew, the easiest way to brew all grain made from stainless steel. The Robo Brew allows you to make nine gallons of beer all in one vessel. From boil to mash to cooling, the Robo Brew is truly self-contained. Uh, if you're thinking about getting into all grain, you should consider it. Or up your fermentation game with the all-new Fermentosaurus Plastic Conical. has a nine-gallon capacity, a stainless steel stand, a sturdy butterfly dump valve at the bottom. And the best part is it'll hold up to 35 PSI. Check out these awesome innovations and more over at morebeer.com. And while you're there, don't forget to thank them for supporting us all these years. We, we pretty much exist because of those guys, I would say. Uh, I would agree. They even they birthed JP and gave him to us. They they did. They molded me. They pulled me out of the the, the riverbed and yeah. shaped me. And they won't take you back. No, they won't. I've tried several times. <laughs> they won't do it. We've all tried. Yeah, but uh, no, good guys over there. And JP's all right too. Eh, debatable. Uh, yeah, so went to the Capital Beer Festival and um, sounds good. Beardy ran out of beer real fast. That's a yeah. honor. It was amazing. Well, when you bring Not just that, but when you bring other people's beer, you run out of it pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, just bring half cakes. You're the first to run. Yeah. Out. Those those people were so dedicated. The ra- it rained really hard Ooh. there. Yeah, and they were de- they had their ponchos ready and were still willing to just stand in lines. When was it on Saturday? Yes. Yeah, we had a huge storm out here. It hailed and oh, over really? for a good twenty minutes, dude. So I can't. I can only imagine what you guys got up there in Sacramento. You know, there wasn't any hail, but it was definitely cold and windy and raining. And I still Ugh. bet there was seven thousand people at this Jeez. festival. Yeah. And um, I had people ask me, you know, how was the fest when I when I came back and said I was there, and I was like, um. I hate beer festivals now. It, yeah. I don't. I would. Ne- I don't know why I went. I think I went to help Beardy or something. But <laughs> uh, still not sure. I, I'm, still, <laughs> yeah, I'm still not sure. Why do people do these things? Oh, by the way, we have a beer fest coming up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll tell you all. Or will be different. I'll tell you all about it in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, whenever our beer fest is, just shoot over, shoot over the hill, hang out with me, dude. We'll make yeah. some pizzas and yeah. hang out, and that's the best way to do a beer fest. Is just I agree. Is to buy a ticket and not go. This whole there like waiting in line uh, <laughs> for the beers and the cold and, yeah. the, and the people. People especially, were actually real nice, especially but, the cold. That'll yeah. kill me right away at a beer. Fest. Like I'm not, I'm not in. Like I don't like waiting in line anyway. But a beer fest, like okay, it's a festival atmosphere everyone's fun and kind of feeling themselves and it's a cool time to people watch and kind of be a part of something like, yeah i don't know what yeah um but as soon as it's cold if i gotta put a coat on i'm no i can't do it yeah i can't do it. i'm definitely not putting a fucking poncho on no i'm i'm the guy <laughs> texting i'm walking back to the car going i want a refund because it's too cold i can't do it <laughs> yeah uh we will give no refunds due to weather <laughs> Um, but yeah, what's this line thing you speak of? What do you mean? You have to, it's like a, a cue or some sort. Of yeah, see, I can't. I can't do the. the I don't mind at all. I have no pride. But also, like more more people know you anyway, Tasty. Like I have to. People know me, but I have to go up and go. No, I'm Justin. Who? From the Brewing Network, the what? Type of, oh, the beer, oh. the beer conglomerate, the brewing, that, the brewers' yeah. place. And then they know, but so by then though, I'm already like that guy, like standing back there asking for. You know beer. who I am? Yeah. So you know, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, yeah, if I know, I know the people, I'll go. Up no, and I, I just there. go to where yeah. I know. You know, yeah. And then there's a brewery on each side of them. You get to know them while you're there, and next yeah. thing you know, you've got the whole place. Yeah. I mean, that's the conversation we had when you asked me for a ticket. 
<laughs> you're like, Justin, who, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> I was like, Beardy, what, did you get a new phone? I know I'm on you. <laughs> yeah, who no, did? I'm right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it was it was kind of fun, you know. Um, yeah. There was some good beer there. That was yeah. cool. And um, anyway, uh, that's what I did for the weekend. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, you got out. I got, I got, yeah, <laughs> you man. rubbed elbows with the plebes. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of beer events coming up, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Uh, announcements today brought to you by Drake's Brewing Company. We love them over at Drake's. You can go to drinkdrakes.com, and they are a sponsor of this year's Spring Brews Festival. In fact, they're a stage sponsor, so they're helping to bring you uh, some of the music. Uh, one of the bands awesome. is Schumann's new band. Oh, Ooh. cool. Uh, for those of you longtime listeners, yeah. again, uh, our old friend Schumann is still alive, and um, his band is going to play. And then uh, one of the guys who works here, um, his brother's band is also going to play. I saw him play at Vinny's a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Despite that, he's really good. Huh. Uh, so <laughs> we got a good lineup of music this year. We got food. We got all of it. You can go to thebrewingnetwork.com and get your tickets today before they sell out. Um, they're they're on sale there. If you want to go to our VIP hour, um, go over to the Hop Grenade Facebook page, and you'll see how to do that because you can get a combo ticket if you come into the Hop Grenade and buy your tickets here. You save a little bit of cash, and you can go to both. we got a great lineup of beers for an hour and a half before the festival here mm-hmm. at the Hop Grenade. Then the festival starts. Don't you get, like, a VIP entry into the uh, the festival as well? Yeah, you collect your glass, your wristband, oh, oh, and then a, your own entrance so you don't have to wait in line. So it's worth it, but you can only buy um, the VIP package here at the Hop Grenade in Concords. you got to come in and do that. You can't do it online. Um, so uh, come on in or just go to brewingnetwork.com, get yourself tickets. It's going to be a great day. We do still need some volunteers, too. Um, we have a lot of volunteers, but I'm trying to streamline uh, some things, especially that line. Uh, so the more volunteers, the better. You get free entry into the festival. You only have to work for two hours of the festival, which leaves you another two hours, which is plenty um, to go drink, and, and you, you get it for free. So if you want to do that, email bevo at thebrewingnetwork.com. That's B-E-E-V-O at thebrewingnetwork.com, and um, she'll get you on our our volunteer list, which gets you free entry. Uh, Tasty is curating Tasty's Tasting Room once again. Homebrew is back at our festival. Enforce, yeah, above uh, 40, 50 homebrews. All pouring at the same time. Yeah, it'll it'll be great. It always is, and um, right into the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> most popular uh, booth at the at the fest most it is. times. It is, yeah. and it's. <laughs> You know, there was no re- there was no valid reason that it was gone last year. People keep asking me, "How did you get it yeah, changed? How, changed? How did yeah. you get it?" Well, yeah. I, I I didn't, and in fact, and I have to I, I didn't call the the woman out on this, but basically, I asked her this year. I said, "Hey, you know, uh, I heard that you let another event do this, and that maybe you you found the right you know law." And she said, yeah, yeah, I found this law, and, and she, she numbered the law, and she said, this says that you guys can do it. And I said, oh, you mean the same law I sent you last year? Yeah. The exact same? Do you mean the exact sentence I pointed out to you last year? And she said, well, yeah, you know, the, the ABC cleared it. Oh, do you mean in the email I sent you from the did. ABC last year? Uh, wow. So I had, it was, it, everything was identical. Yeah. I think what happened was that another California county interpreted it the correct way. And so she felt off the hook to go ahead and interpret it the correct way. 
But boy, are they afraid of um, doing anything slightly different. Because even yeah. last year when she said, well, the other counties aren't doing this, and I knew what the law said, and I knew what it meant, and I had this letter from the ABC. I got it all lined up, and she said, well, the other counties are doing it. And I was like, I'm not even exaggerating here. This is your chance to do something different. Yeah. <laughs> this is your yeah. chance be to, leader. Be, to be the leading county in right. California. Right. By the and, way, it's the thing you've been yeah. doing already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not even different. It's the yeah. same as you've been doing. It but. is. And she she just laughed. Oh, we, we can't do things differently. Right. Okay. Who gets into public service to sure. do things differently? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we missed a year. It's really sad. We missed a year, and I was real bummed about And I was frustrated, too, but you have to remain polite the whole way yeah, through because, because I knew that there was a chance I could still get this done. And so I just had to, last year, I, I, I knew the decision was wrong. I knew she wasn't reading the law right, and I still had to bite my tongue and say, well, thank you for your help. I appreciate all your time on this. And, and anyhow, this year, we're back. Legally, cool. You know, I should have just done it last year. Yeah. Right, like, it would have been legal last year. It, it would have like. been. I would exactly. <laughs> I would have been like, you know what? Well, I'm not taking my booth down. You can sue me, find me, whatever. I'll take you to court. Right. Yeah. Which, of course, I wouldn't do. That's a lot of effort. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, well, you need money for that shit. Yeah. Well, no. It's our friend, the lawyer. Doc, are you sober? Not really. Okay. <laughs> you can't sit in on our guest interview tonight. Okay. <laughs> Pretty good. I don't know. Last show, you stomped all over the guest. They looked at me uncomfortably. And so I've been waiting to see your state when you came in here. And you have I'll be, to. I'll be good. I don't know if you're going to be good. Be, Can we make him walk a line and <laughs> say shit back <laughs> um, I'll, I'll be good. Let's get some blue and red lights going in here. Just to. Let's go. <laughs> just let's to go. Test it. Let's just do this. All right, but I'm going to monitor the situation. Like usual? Yeah, and you're going to have. Well, uh, who's giving you a look last time? I'm going to ask you. To leave if you're not okay. Should we have a code word for that? <laughs> yeah, what's the code word? Like Mississauga or... That's so a- like if you say Mississauga, then Doc knows like, okay, that's my... I gotta just go say now. Doc leave. Keep it simple. Keep right. it simple. Say security. I'll be, I'll be good. All right, I'm just checking. Keep it sober. <laughs> Keep it sober, simple. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Uh, all right, go to thebrewingnetwork.com, get tickets to the festival. It's going to be a good time. You can hang out with Doc there. Um, neither him or I will be sober at that event. Uh, I talked my Uber driver into going. So. Did you just now? <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> On the way over? That's great. Uh, one more ticket sold. He's like, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. Uh, okay. You tip me, dude. We've got a couple new shirts available for sale in the Brewing Network store. we got Sour Hour shirts for those of you Sour Hour fans and uh, a couple other regular Brewing Network shirts. Go check it out and uh, buy them up, and then we'll order some more. Uh, we're going to try to rotate a lot of different designs this year, so check it out. You can do your Amazon shopping through us. Just click the Amazon link in the homepage, and it's a great way to support the Brewing Network by doing what you do already. Um, you can also subscribe and join the BN Army, which enters you into the More Beer monthly donation giveaway. We pick a winner every month, and you get 100 bucks to go spend at More Beer. Make sure your, uh, your email address is up to date in PayPal if you're a subscriber, because that's how we let you know if you won. Uh, and some of you miss that email, and we discover you don't have the right email address. I hate for you to miss out on your 100 bucks. 
All right. Get uh, info and photos and weird things over on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Send feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. You can send show ideas there, positive feedback, negative feedback, uh, pics of you and, and your animals. I don't really care. Send it all over to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. JP loves to read it. I do. I really do. Yeah. I, I treasure it very much. <laughs> All right, and um, do we have a Twitter game today? We do. Great. Twitter game is brought to you today by craftbeer.com, whose mission is to tell the stories behind America's small and independent breweries and the cities and businesses that support them. It's a community full of passion, authenticity, creativity, and camaraderie. Explore the world of American craft beer at craftbeer.com. What's our Twitter game? Well, Justin, I don't know if you knew this or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are very well. You're 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 in tune with what's happening. You're a hip dude. Thank you. Okay, Justin. I imagine. Well, if it's a feel good okay. segment, oh, yeah. Warren. Thanks. Um, the Oscars were on last night. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, you heard about that. Yeah. Um, and so I remember uh, Taryn sitting there reading the list of the winners to me, and I'm like, I've never heard of not only these movies but the actors in them. Okay, it made me feel very out of touch. Yeah. So. Uh, Today, I want to know if the BN made a movie, hmm. what award would we win? Okay. At the Oscars. At the Oscars. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> Give me an award. Give us an award. We want to make a movie for you. I like But we one. want to know preemptively yeah. what award we're going to win before we make the movie. And they can make up an award. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Definitely. Okay. That's a good one. Um, and don't Was that forget, a question? Uh, <laughs> is, is that a good one? Uh, I like it. All right. Uh, I like the woman who won uh, Best Actress. The the Fargo actress won. Uh, she's cool. Melissa Tinsdale? Yeah. Is that her name? I don't know. I just <laughs> literally McDormand made that McDormand or something? Yeah. Yeah. Bevo's trying to talk without Neil a microphone. Bevo's pulling a dock and just talking without a microphone. Having issues. Yeah. It's Francis McDormand. Oh, yeah. I, I watched her speech. It's pretty good. Was it good? Yeah. I like mm. her. But uh, did you watch her movie? Yeah, what was the movie? I called? didn't see I watched Fargo. <laughs> yeah, that's the first uh, Oscar she won. The movie's like Fargo. the longest name. It's three billboards outside something Missouri. Missouri. That's yeah. the name? Yeah, I think it's called Three Billboards Right Outside Tasty's Old House in Missouri. Really <laughs> long name. Missouri, uh, where yeah. he did the washing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Next to the creek. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's cool. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. That's all I know. And I only know because it popped up in my feed, and I think she's a cool actress, and she's like 60-something years old and killing it still, and I thought that was cool. Murderer. Like, you know, it's, she's not like some hot chick like winning because she's a hot chick. Like, right. She just mm. apparently did a good job. Relax. That's good. Hey, <laughs> That's rare. Yeah. If she was hot, she would have won it 20 years ago. That's true. Well, she, did. Years ago. She, oh, no. she did. She did. She did. Yeah. It was her second. She yeah. won it for Fargo. Yeah. Right. Um, she wasn't that hot in Fargo. No, not at all. No, but oh, geez. Well, good for her. <laughs> yeah. It was it's like every movie that comes up with. Uh, Here we go. The, the Ramp up. The, <laughs> Shut up, Jim. Um, I've never seen any of the ones that get nominated yeah, for yeah. the best ones. I didn't see any of them. I'm either. like, what, who, what? Yeah, Man. yeah. Uh, I think like three movies took it all, but our listeners don't care. They either watched it or they don't care. Yeah. So. <laughs> I heard The Shape of Water was good. Yeah. I it mean, was like frog what? sex or something. Frog what? sex? <laughs> Why didn't you say so? <laughs> now I'm, into, the, I'm into that yeah, shit right show. now. <laughs> We're going into the theater. There's like human and amphibian sex. Okay. It's like a fish man. So, oh, so no frogs. Yeah, very interesting. Oversold already. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. All right. How about a, a little feedback? Let's do feedback. Very little feedback. 
A feedback's brought to you today yeah. by John at the Beer Law Center. You can go to beerlawcenter.com and check it out. He can protect your trademark like he does ours or do your TTB filings. Uh, a lot of people have sent me feedback about John saying thanks for uh, letting us know about him. Huh? And that's because he's great. He's working on a new one for me now. Um, some clothing company on, on social media, literally called Hop Grenade Clothing. Whoa. And what? They, 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 they apparently went all out, too, because they have photos of all kinds of Hop Grenade merchandise. That's going <laughs> to cost them a pretty penny. Uh, just, you go ahead and just send that to me. Yeah. So, uh, what do you, I mean, maybe you can't talk about it, but what do you do in that specific scenario when they're, they've clearly printed shirts and yeah. that's the name of their company and all this kind of stuff? What do you. Well, you're not. I imagine you're not going to go. Oh, you can just sell it all, and then send me a in, check. In, yeah. In the past, um, if I feel that there that nothing was done maliciously, uh, or, and that they genuinely, even though I don't agree with the premise that you you shouldn't do your due diligence and find out about our uh, thing. If I feel that they just made that mistake, um, I've actually in the past let people sell their their merchandise. I'm, I'm not trying to make anybody lose money. These ones, however. Um, there's no way they didn't know. Uh, uh, it's just impossible. And uh, the way I found out about them was a listener had, had let me know and said, hey, I even posted on their page, you know, you guys aren't the Brewing Network, and they deleted his post and banned him. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm waiting to hear back. John's working on it, and, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen. But uh, no, no, uh, you, you can't sell anything. You can, I'll give you the address to ship it all to. Right. Sorry that your stupidity cost you a bunch of money. And yeah. uh, good luck in your nef- next thievery endeavor. Yeah, absolutely. But in the past, I'm usually pretty cool. I'm like, you know, look, guys, obviously this was a mistake. Why don't you sell off what you got? Uh, we'll call it a day. Leave it alone. You know, like I said, I'm not trying to make anyone go bankrupt. Right. Well, unless, why not? Unless they deserve yeah, it. They knew right off. Yeah, they, these people knew. Yeah. People knew. But uh, we'll see what John says. He's good at it. Go to uh, beerlawcenter.com. Beerlawcenter.com. All right. Uh, Joel writes in about our new show here on the Brewing Network, Heads and Tails. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's JP and Beardy's new show about distilling. And he says, I've been listening and learning from the BN for quite a few years now. Signed up as a private almost right away. Thanks for doing that. Um, and he says, I'm enjoying Heads and Tails now and, and saw the article, um, Can You Make Aged Spirits in a Week? In this issue of Whiskey Advocate with Brian Davis of Lost Spirits. Was he a guest or something? Is yep. that why yes. this is relevant? Okay. Yep, exactly right. He was on our, what was it, our third show, I think. Uh, yes. Yeah. Got it. Uh, and anyway, he says, thanks for all you do for the craft and entertainment. So another fan of Heads and Tails for Great. you guys. Pretty awesome. good. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Number three. All right. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, all right. Aaron writes in with a shirt idea. I, re- I read through this one ahead of time and... It was kind of painful. Idea. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was a little bit. But, you know, There's I don't not know. much. I'll just read it. Here we go. Yeah. Aaron says, um, hey, freaks, I was listening to your show and somehow came up with the weirdest idea for a BN shirt. Here we go. <laughs> it would be awesome to have Bevo in her BN beanie and sweatshirt preparing a crockpot dinner of Philly cheese steak. Placed seamlessly next to her would be a carboy labeled lager with a fermentation strip reading 65 degrees. The background would be almost as good. Beardy would be handling Eli Trinkle, uh, handing Eli Trinkle his Catfish Wrangling Awards. While hanging his awards up, Eli would be riding a unicycle on a tightrope. <laughs> 
Thanks for reading this elaborate and somewhat dull idea. I thought you might love it or hate it. Uh, keep it up. Uh, if you decide to do this, please let me know. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, it sounds like the most expensive T-shirt to print in the world. Oh, my God. Can you Very imagine? Busy. Um, Very busy. And I do like all of the inside uh, information and jokes there. You're definitely showing your fandomhood or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, String them all together, baby. Yeah, but it'll never happen. Thank you for the idea. And finally, uh, Pat writes in uh, another one about heads and tails. Uh, hey, finally got around to listening to the first five episodes that you guys have up. Great show, and looking forward to the next few episodes. And he gives a few suggestions of distillers. Oh. Brickway Distilling, uh, which is out of Omaha, Nebraska. Um, we could do that. Yeah. Uh, created by a guy we've had on the show, Zach uh, Tremert uh, yeah. of Lucky Bucket Brewing. We, we had him on a while ago. Yeah. Um, and... Tattersale in Minneapolis. Tattersale, yeah, that's where well, Warren and I went to, and Blobber went to uh, yes. during NHC. Oh, okay. Uh, good stuff. We <laughs> talked to them about it. We're going to get them on at some point too. Yes, I am working on Tattersale already. You got it. Yeah, so good stuff. Be coming up. Good All stuff right. over there. Well, thanks for the suggestions. They're they're already halfway there. Yeah. So which, back off, right. mom. Yeah, give us time. Yeah. Jeez. Which means there's a good chance they'll get all the way there. You know, <laughs> good chance. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I'm old and Warren's blind. We can't. Yeah. Together, we're not very good. <laughs> yeah. Is that why? <laughs> sure. It's a very sanitized, <laughs> distilled version. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Before we go to break, JP, how is uh, Almost Babyland doing? Is everybody okay? Oh, God. Uh, Almost Babyland is fine. Yes. Okay. Taryn, uh, she wrote to me today in chat. She's like, uh, I'm like, when is your last day at work? She goes, March 15th. I'm like, well, the babies do March 24th. That's hmm. cutting it kind of close. She goes, yeah, but uh, the way that uh, maternity leave works is that you get 80% or 60% or something like that of your of your pay of your pay. Yeah. You don't get a lot. It's right. not it's not a lot and you have to pay for your portion of healthcare. Mm. So we have to pony up like an extra 200 bucks because that's what her company pays for so we can nice. have anyway. So she's like, yeah, so I extended it, but I I, I think I, I think I should have been home by now because she's tired. Oh. And like her hands hurt, her joints are swelling because mm. apparently your body releases something called relaxatonin. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, to like lube your joints up to get ready for the spread out, right? Yeah. And she's just, she's miserable right now. Oh. She's miserable, but uh, you it's know. Labor. Yeah. That's what I keep telling her. I was like, you think it's bad now, dude? Dude, treasure this. Yeah, treasure this. I need some relaxatonin. Uh, you do. You get your joints all swelling up. Um, <laughs> she's a little tired, but everyone, everyone's good, man. We're in good health, and um, and the babies do like right around Spring Fest, right? March twenty fourth is the, yeah. the official due date, okay. and it could happen before. Could happen. It, honestly, it could happen right now. Right. Or it could happen 10 days from March 24th. Who knows? March 34th. They let it go yeah. after the due date, Beaver? That's all allowed? Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's I think shaking like her 10 head. days what is, or so. You guys have all been on the radio before. Use your microphone. <laughs> uh, I have a whole yeah. lack of space system set up back here. I'm okay. struggling. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was 10 days late with Abby. Okay. They induced me. It sucked balls. Oh, I was going to say, like, when, oh. how do they know when to, to induce labor? They made it come out. Nice. Uh, well, but is there when you're, uh, into the microphone, Doc? Into the microphone. <laughs> when your MD says, "I'm going on vacation next week," <laughs> that's how they decide. Uh, yeah, I and you're, you're like ten days late. <laughs> so if it's like ten days before, and he's got a trip to Hawaii, you yeah, guys are screwed. Right. Exactly. Well, the way Kaiser works, at least, so we're, we're giving birth at the uh, Kaiser in Antioch because in Antioch it's a big hospital and there's not a lot of people there, so you get your own room, nice. your own postpartum room, your own whole thing. Okay. Um, but you don't have like an actual doctor. 
So she has a doctor that she's seen <laughs> That's once. That's a trade-off. Right. But she has a midwife that she's talked to a lot. And the midwife's okay. like, look, I might be on shift. I might not be. Oh. But either way, it doesn't really matter because you're going to have a team there to deliver the baby. So it doesn't right. – does, what do you care, essentially? Because you're going to be screaming in pain for four hours. It doesn't It doesn't matter at <laughs> well, all. You, you, I'm just glad you guys four are hours? doing this, like, hippy dippy have it in the bathtub at home. <laughs> With the shit. dolphins and uh, shit? Yeah. No, man. Oh. There's no way. Uh, you kidding me? I was assuming Walt was going to be born inside the park. <laughs> You're naming your baby Walt. No, we're not naming your baby Walt. No, we're not. Because you know no one will be surprised. (laughs) And yet it's just another thing we have to make fun of you forever. So honestly, naming has been weird because of how paranoid and how much anxiety I have about just everything anyways. I want to make sure the kid will never be made fun of. Well, never, you know, whatever, which is impossible. Oh, right. Kids right. are the fucking mean. And yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. But Taryn's like, well, how about Walt? And I'm like, are you high? <laughs> and she goes, oh, what do you mean? I just, I think the name is really nice. Like Breaking yeah. Bad. Like, Walt, I like that mm. name. And I'm like, uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> do you know what we do for a po- oh, oh, she had she had no idea. Oh, wow. That's and, a lot of relaxatonin. Yeah. And she's like, well, I've also liked Lillian. And I'm like, that's Walt's wife. What are you talking about? She goes, yeah. well, how about Elias? That's that's Walt's dad. Oh, wow. Like, you she can't subconsciously addicted. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. I'm That's dead serious amazing. right now. This is I know. Real. I love her. And it's like, those are cool names yeah. taken out of context of, of, of our show. Right, right. Yeah. Disney, but yeah. because it's part of your show, then you're just one of the freaks that that you've always made fun <laughs> yes. of too, like the, right. the Brewers naming their kids, and yeah. you know, after Sierra. Here, yeah, here's Hop Torpedo, my <laughs> little baby, because <laughs> yeah. he shot out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. We haven't That's figured out. One. We haven't figured out the the uh, boy's name yet, but uh, maybe the girl's name. We'll see. Next week's Twitter game. Next week's Twitter game is name. to name the kid. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we it. haven't yeah. done that yet. We haven't done oh, that yet. Man. No. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Didn't we name Terrence's kids that way? I think we named time? Doc's kids that name way, too. <laughs> oh. But Doc didn't have the actual actual kids. But, oh. uh, you know. I, yeah, you know. I feel like we've, na- we've done that a lot. Do we do a naming? It, Twitter game wasn't around then, but I think we had people submit names for Abigail. Uh-huh. For like, yeah. Is that where Latronda came from? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes, I did. I yeah, should dig around thanks. and try to find some of those names put yeah. them on the board. Uh, Latronda's still available. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Terrence, dude. So we have our we have a stainless like fridge, and so you can take a dry erase marker, and so we write like you know the grocery shopping list, or you know fuck you, Taryn, you burn my spaghetti or whatever, right? Yeah. And so we've been putting the names on there like boys and girls and whenever terrence comes over to record ears up ears up podcast everybody go check it out um he'll he'll take the fucking pen and he'll go okay and he'll write in names (laughs) and they're terrible and they're always like like stripper names but is he doing it that way on purpose no he thinks these are names he thinks these are names what was the one where it was like char oh charlie which is Charlie, but without an E at the end. Charlie. And he's like, I think it's great. My first kiss was a Charlie. Oh. I don't get to name your kid Charlie, <laughs> homie. Yeah, well, Does name, it come with a rake for all the $1 bills that are getting thrown at her or what? Name one of your next seven kids, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Conrad. Meanwhile, his, his youngest like, daughter's middle name is Wild. <laughs> oh, the Wild. Uh huh. Like and, wild and danger, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, he's got wild and, and danger. And he just yeah. and then so when we we were recording last week and we don't have the names up anymore. Okay. And uh, he's like, "What happened? To all the names?" And Terrence like, "You ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> you write awful things, like everything." Yeah. Wow. Anyway, there Terrence, you go. he's just trying to participate. Yeah. I mean, that's not 
why. But, he feels uh, left out. It was funny. He's like, oh, man. <laughs> like, you know you're going to have another one anyway, dude. Exactly. Don't worry about it. Yeah, make it Don't up next time. Yeah. yeah. Probably has a bunch he doesn't know about. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Uh, all right. Well, I'm glad everybody's doing well. I yeah. keep wishing you luck both well, now and after the fact. Yeah. I'm uh, honestly, I'm oddly pumped about it. I'm oddly. I had a really bad week last week where I'm like, I don't want to. Doesn't have to come out of your vagina. I don't want to be a dad. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Uh, but I'm over it now, and uh, the heroin fine. works fine, and everything's good. And I'm. Uh, I'm oddly Heroin's excited. a good name. <laughs> heroin. Um, I'm oddly excited. It's like hero, but girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I told you, you, you know, you like to stay home, and and now you have the perfect. Who, 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 who is ever going to say to you again, like, why are you going out? Well, I've got a, I've got a baby. Who says it to oh, me now? Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think everybody stopped years ago. I have ago, two cats. But, you know, well, oddly enough, now I like to go out. And so that's part of the thing. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, that's part of the thing. Uh, where, you're, like, you're where backwards. I was hitting, I was hitting, no. Yeah, I was hitting it last week. I'm like, fuck, dude, we can't, like, uh, you know, we can't afford to do stuff. Like, we want to go to back to Hawaii and go to the beach house and go do the do things. Right. And uh, anyway, so I just, I, I, we got to wait a couple months to see how it shakes out. And then I think everything will be fine. Yeah. Uh, there's people out there who have good kids and who can travel and still do stuff. So I think it'll be all right. Yeah, way to talk yourself down. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> appreciate it. Because you don't see the people with bad kids that are stuck at their house. Yeah. So once, the, once the good shit settles down, you got the second kid. <laughs> Perfect. True, true. I can't wait for that to never happen. <laughs> Talk to Schumann about it. Yeah. He'll, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. I just, I just found out about that. See how it's going over there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck. Thank you. Uh, I will keep you posted. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm always thinking about you guys. I hope it's going okay. I'll Facebook Live the birth if you guys want. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like On the from Brewing the, Network? From the, southern, from the southern end, if you want. Look at JP's first batch. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a chick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, see how long the tail is. and <laughs> Gross. Yeah. How many fingers? It'd be great. Yeah. Do you, are you going to be in there for the whole situation? Yeah, but I'm north side. I'm going to be north. Uh, I'm, I'm going to okay. be up north holding hands. I'm not, yeah. I don't need to, I don't need to catch the thing i'll be holding i'll be you know what i mean i'll be interacting with it for the rest of its life that one i don't right. need to, i don't need to remove it from my wife's body cavity do they do it. the like do they do <laughs> the, the, the grody handoff though anyway where they like lift that thing over the yes that's the new thing now they won't even clean it really because they, like that. they want it they want no they'll put it like on her they oh, want yeah. skin to skin contact is like the thing they want to do so you don't have to touch <laughs> no, it sometimes they no i gotta touch it right to the dead Slippery and slimy. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, right it's, uh, but now it's going. It goes on the mom, on the chest. Right. That and then just to get the contacts of the kid. Like is it also warms the kid? It's a whole thing that they they beat us, indoctrinate us with. So that's happening. That's happening. Okay. Yeah, and you'll be there for that part. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I might uh, be at the bar on the corner. I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll find out. Or pass that on the floor. What's dude? What's weird is like, so you watch a lot, and I know this segment's fucking boring, probably. But uh, they say like when you watch TV, you watch movies or whatever, the woman's water breaks. Hmm. And then they, they rush the hospital and they have a kid. That's not how it works no, anymore. No, no, no. It's the water breaks. Then you call labor and delivery, uh-huh. and they go, okay, well, what? time did it happen what color was it did it smell because they don't want to make sure that it's like not like uh, contaminated or whatever and then they go well how bad is the pain and if there's no pain then they just tell you to hang out at home wow so no longer is the water breaking even like a thing they want they go we don't want you to come in until you can't speak through the contractor wow (laughs) 
I'm yeah, like, Jesus, don't dude. Bother us seems bad. Yeah, don't bother us. So now I have to deal with all that oh, shit. Yeah. Of like, oh, do you want some ice packs? No, the high oh, nurse should be doing that. Life is going to be so yeah. hard for you. It's going to suck. <laughs> and then you're going to have the kid in the car on the way to the hospital. Oh, That's true. <laughs> I hope you didn't buy new furniture for that house of yours. She's just no. Gonna, she's just going to water all over it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> where, here's some yeah. rubber diapers. So she doesn't get to go on the carpet anymore. For the <laughs> right. No, she's downstairs in the kitchen. Yeah. Hard work. Yeah. It. You just have like cardboard going from the kitchen to the bathroom. <laughs> it's all waterproof laminate. It's fine. Put, put, put some waiters on her. She's, yeah. she's good. Man. Like having a puppy. Yeah. Hashtag Taryn too. <laughs> all right, and I do have to get this break, but I okay. do have one more uh, quick question for What's you. Up? It's a real question. Yes, and I have to ask it now because uh, I, based on your answer, I, I want you to know. I, I want to know how you'd like me to behave, okay. and and I, and I feel like you'll only be able to answer it honestly now. Okay. Do you think you're the type of parent that is going to be able to recognize if you have an ugly baby? Oh, God, yes. Do you think so? Yes. Because yes. you know as well as I do, you that seems to go away right when you have a baby. And like most parents are like, oh, my God, isn't she beautiful? And the rest of us are like, that's the most hideous thing I've ever seen. <laughs> no. um, yeah. All, pretty much all babies are deformed and disgusting at some point. They have but the I'm pointed talking head. about even like, what if in like three months, like it's still hey, ugly? Yes. I, because still know? Yeah, because I, my, my, my judging skills are very... Very high. That's true. I'm very skilled at judging to determine whether or not this thing, whatever it is, yeah. should be appealing to the masses or not. Like right. I am the barometer <laughs> for what's appealing. Your so, baby that, could literally look like the fish man from the fish sex movie, and you would think it was the most beautiful thing in the world. Uh, well, to to me, but I also would. I, I I know it. Just I can separate the thing, and I know it won't be necessarily aesthetically pleasing. To people, and that it's a, a, <laughs> a horrendously malnourished and disfigured thing. Right. But I, I love it, you know, for what it is on the inside. Yeah, sure. Do you yeah. want us okay. to also do that? Well, yeah. Because quick follow up is <laughs> yeah. just in case you lose your uh, perspective. Sense, <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Do yeah. you want us to tell you if your baby is ugly? <laughs> Can we video the part where where you, you ask Justin? Us? Is my you want to hold my baby? You want to hold my baby? It's going to be a new Brewing Network game. Yeah. Is my baby ugly? Yeah. I am happy to answer. It's time for uh, Do You Want to Hold My Baby? Uh, do I want you to tell me if the baby is ugly? Yeah. I think you maybe wait f- for me to tell you that isn't my fucking baby ugly? Okay. And then you'll be like, uh-huh. God, I'm glad you said that. Um, I'll be like, I started a Facebook page for that ugly thing months ago. Um, yeah, I don't know, because I might I might be super protective. Even though I know it's ugly, right. I don't want to hear it. Sure. Because oh, right. I know it. That's why I'm asking now. Because, yeah, I appreciate it. Because if I ask after... I, you can't even ask the question because you know the. If I say to you after the baby, if I then were to say, do you, do you want me to let you know if it's ugly? Yeah, you'll already know it's ugly. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I'm glad we cleared that up. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I can't wait. These are the things that I think about. Like, how can I... These are the supports I can give to my friends. That's about it, by the way. You know what? And 10 Uh, years ago, you never even asked. No. No. I would have just been like, wow. You guys (laughs) fucked up. Like, huh? Huh? Which end Uh, is the... 
Why is the diaper on his head? I don't understand. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> my fault. Its toes look like fingers. <laughs> I don't want to hold Stocky. So that's its nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is this thing so furry? Yeah. That's my cat, asshole. Yeah. Oh. I was going to say, it's a good-looking baby, but now. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you mean that one's <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I thought you got a hairless cat. <laughs> you know, occasionally, Taryn, for some reason, does listen to this show. Mm. Oh, whoops. <laughs> oh, not. Well, now she knows that she should be thankful we got this cleared right, up. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. Dude, and a lot of our relationship now is like putting plans in place. What happens right. if this right. thing and who, how to get help and what to, you know, because we want to make sure we're both on the same page. Yeah. This is a conversation that we could never have had. You're so welcome. now we did. Yeah. And I appreciate that. So, Taryn, if you're listening, yeah. if our baby's ugly, you're going to know. I'm glad I could be useful. Yeah. All right. Let's Finally. take a quick break. Right. Exactly. Uh, Moxa Brewing <laughs> Company will be on with us in just a few minutes. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk to Moxa, taste their beer. You can call in 888-401-BEER or join us in the chat room on thebrewingnetwork.com. Hang in there. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters, Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Are you a member of the White Labs Customer Club? If not, you should be. It's the easiest way to earn free stuff for turning in your old homebrew labels from either vials or pure pitch. All you have to do is save your labels and redeem them for things like free yeast, an exclusive White Labs t-shirt or sweatshirt, and even the opportunity to brew with the yeast man himself, Chris White. Signing up is easy. Just go to whitelabs.com slash customer club, fill out the registration form, and then mail in your labels. They will return the favor by sending you awesome White Labs. Lab swag. Go sign up today at whitelabs.com slash customer club. White Labs, pure yeast and fermentation since 1995. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? First Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Brewing Great Beer is a process of continuous learning, and the best books on every aspect of brewing can be found at Brewers Publications, with more than 50 awesome titles like Modern Homebrew Recipes by Gordon Strong, Designing Great Beers, The Ultimate Guide to Brewing Classic Beer Styles by Ray Daniels, American Sour Beers, Innovative Techniques for Mixed Fermentations by Michael Tonsmeyer, For the Love of Hops, The Practical Guide to Aroma, Bitterness, and the Culture of Hops by Stan Hieronymus and Radical Brewing Recipes, Tales, and World Altering Meditations in a Glass by Randy Mosher, plus many, many more. These are the books and the authors with the knowledge to push
push your brewing farther than you thought possible. And you'll find them all at fine homebrew and book retailers everywhere. And visit the website at brewerspublications.com. Brewers Publications, all the best on beer and brewing. Marin Brewing Company in Northern California has been making award-winning beers for more than 25 freaking years. Today, I want to tell you about their new 12-ounce cans of Mount Tam Pale Ale. The good stuff, Mount Tam is bright gold. 5.5% ABV to keep you feeling good and has been winning awards since 1989. If you're visiting the Bay Area, get your butt out to Marin Brewing Company. They pour tasty beers and serve great food every day until midnight. Come in for a tour, stay for the food, and pick up a six-pack of cans of Mount Tam Pale Ale to enjoy at home, camping, biking, or whatever the hell you do. Owner Brandon Moylan has this to say about Marin Brewing beers. It's freaking awesome. Marin Brewing has won more than 100 gold medals in international competitions. Check out MarinBrewing.com for all their award-winning beers, food, and merch. Marin Brewing Company in Larksburg, California. Award-winning taste, refreshing finish. It's freaking awesome. so much for hanging out with us and uh, paying attention to us because we need that. We need to be paid attention to. Hell yeah, we do. Thank you. So does White Labs. Oh. Yeah. If you're a professional brewer who's planning to submit your beers to the World Beer Cup, uh, as you're preparing your next medal-winning recipe, send some of your finished beers to White Labs and get professional analysis done. You can send in your samples as part of their Big QC Day program, which offers big savings on multiple analytical tests. Purchase a Big QC Day kit by March 9th, submit your samples by the 23rd, and White Labs will test your beers for IBUs, alcohol content, calories, attenuation, and more. Plus, participating in Big QC Day... You'll be able to see how your beers perform compared to the entire pool of participants. To learn more about the great cost-saving program, just visit whitelabs.com slash bigqcday. Uh, and don't worry about what's happening with your beer. Test it. And thanks to White Labs for always being a sponsor of ours. All right. As promised, we've got Moxa Brewing Company in the studio with us. We've got Derek Galanosa and Corey Meyer are in the studio. Derek's the brown one, right? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> uh, got Derek is the head brewer. <laughs> oh, and, uh, yes, and the, yes, that's me. <laughs> and Corey Meyer is a brewer at Moxa yeah. as well. Yeah. Now, you guys are like brand spanking new, right? Like how Just long? over a month. Yeah, exactly. we opened up February 3rd. Whoa. How the hell did you get on this show being <laughs> open just over a month? You must know. you must know somebody. <laughs> uh, Kevin used to buy uh, the beer down at the previous brewery, okay. Abnormal Beer Company. and That's where you used kinda, to brew. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. And um, so I was the head brewer there. He bought some beer up for the Hop Grenade. And, um, yeah, just kind of cashed in that rain check from the previous uh, well, uh, invitation. Of course I'm joking. <laughs> I'll tell you what, because Kev vouched for you guys, and, and then he didn't even have to. You guys are making waves already. I mean, you you just barely been open, but it's like people were waiting for your beer already. Yeah, hopefully. I, we're kind of just back in our corner of a brewery, and you know the outside world's talking about it, but we're just trying to make as much beer as we can with the, 
the system that we have. Got it. Okay. And it's not Scoot that small in a little system. closer to your brewer just because I know that way, because I know All people right. are going to want to see your handsome faces, and there you go. I'll make <laughs> sure. Bevo will come back in here and make sure it's right. But uh, Well, because I was reading, you know, you, you, you just barely been open, but every drop of beer you make sells out in like a day or something at the tap room? Yeah, the IPAs were selling over a barrel a day for whatever IPAs are on tap. So, wow. uh, yeah, we come back uh, after the weekend, and there's just... Three pallets full of empty kegs just waiting to be cleaned. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's your job, I guess, is yes. <laughs> pretty much brewing and cleaning. Uh, and then I was talking about the Capitol Beer Festival in Sacramento this week. I saw you guys booth there, mm-hmm. and you had a line for that all day, too. And and at that moment, I actually didn't really know how, how new you guys were. I was like, oh, okay, well, these guys are doing pretty good. And then I read about how new you are. I'm like, these fuckers, the instant success <laughs> and the people lining up already. Right. I mean, Beardy was just standing there alone at his tent, and he, he's been brewing for years. Right, yeah. And I had to walk around your line to get to my booth. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. Guys, <laughs> yeah. Really irritating. <laughs> that's not true. He had a little line. It was cute. He had a cute line. Yeah. Uh, totally well, satisfying. That's little why line. you were there. To be the line. Yeah, I, was, I just kept going in line. Yeah, right. I'll have the Vienna, please. That was really good. Uh, he didn't even have a Vienna. I just kept oh. asking for it. Yeah, I'm not sure that helped. What did you guys pour at the uh, at the festival? Uh, we brought a couple here that we poured over at the festival. So it was the uh, Hop Collage, which is a Mosaic Hazy IPA. Okay. And then a West Coast IPA, unfiltered, unfined West Coast IPA called Westy McPherson. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you, do you do the naming as well? Uh, we collectively do the naming. I mean, okay. I think that one was uh, our uh, taproom manager that was just like, it would be kind of cool to just give it kind of like a little persona. Yeah. I mean, the IPAs just kind of come and go every week. So, you know, just kind of have fun with it. And everything's, you know, a lot, a lot of the beer names are taken so sure it's like you really gotta go outside the box with those that's true yeah and do your research yes please do your research which is just that that nice little search bar and unta- untapped it's a very, right. yeah. very easy it's amazing between untapped and google it's a piece of cake right yeah it's okay. so easy yeah but yet some people you know, are idiots don't go through that that's true yeah did you get headhunted or what how did you end up uh, going over to moxa uh so uh like i say um was uh, the brewer at uh, Abnormal Beer Company down in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, fiance moved up to Sacramento and uh, had a follower somehow. So okay. um, kind of reached out to a mutual friend and uh, found somebody that was about to open up a brewery, was looking for a head brewer, and uh, kind of took, took advantage of the opportunity, made sure everything was right and uh, a step above of what, what I had, more responsibility, and okay. uh, just kind of continue to do the uh, what I was doing before, but you're like a catch too. Like, aren't you listed like in the top 200 brewers in America or something? There was, I guess, for RateBeer.com, they just came out with top 100 uh, brewers. Okay, and uh, the beer that in 2017 that I made back at Abnormal, yeah, got on that list. Wow, nice. yeah, so it was, yeah, it was pretty nice. That's impressive. You must yeah, be yeah. proud. Yeah, uh, definitely. I, I wish I could really take. You know, it's the previous brewery. They're still going on, and, you know, it's kind of like a, a, a secret hurrah for me, you right, know? Right, right. Yeah, but uh, it, it feels good. How long ago was your first brew gig? Uh, Professional. Two, 2010. I was an assistant brewer for Carl Strauss down in uh, San Diego. How old were you then? Uh, was uh, 24. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, young just, that was young my brewer. First career was that. Did, okay. like, TV sales at Fry's Electronics. Oh, really? That. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so you went from that to probably did beer sales or something for Carl Strauss? No, too, not or? at all. Oh, you went straight jumped... to brewing. Yeah, exactly. I was what I was, an upgrade. I know, right? Yeah. So I was, yeah, I was suit and tie, uh, 
at the selling TVs, and I would just kind of like tear that off and go brew at night. So right, it was well, you were homebrewing when, when you weren't making. Yeah, TVs I was homebrewing. I mean, that was that was that was my college job, and I was homebrewing at the time. Graduated with a marketing degree, and uh, decided to put that off to the side and pursue brewing. Um, Kind of, you know, as, as a lot of the professional brewers know, it's one hell of a time trying to get into the yeah. industry. So work both jobs for a couple of years and until I was able to climb the ladder enough to uh, actually just kind of go full full steam ahead okay. with, uh, with that career. Yeah. And what about you, Corey? You brewed elsewhere before, too? Uh, yeah, I'd want to oh, brew hang on. before this. That's my fault. Go ahead. Um, I had uh, just been a home brewer for many, many years and uh, had tried to get a foot in the industry for some time. and. Um, finally uh, interviewed for a taproom job at uh, New Glory Craft Brewery in Sacramento. Uh, did not get that job, um, but I brought some homebrews to the interview, and I got a call about a week later saying, hey, we got an assistant brewer position open. Nice. Um, so I have jumped on that immediately, um, just kind of fell in love with it. And uh, um, you know, before the year was out, I'd been promoted to head brewer, and we... Started making some exciting beers, and uh, it's uh, it's a great time. That's a quick jump too from assistant brewer to head brewer in just a few months. Did you kill the head brewer? (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, about uh, two weeks into that job, um, uh, the head brewer says uh, to me, "So, well, so next week it's all you, huh?" And uh, Uh, (laughs) excuse me, you didn't get the memo. (laughs) That was the promotion conversation. (laughs) Apparently, he was on his way out, um, Uh, and so our our owner retained the head brewer title for some time, and then until he he deemed me uh, worthy of it, and got it. Then a couple years later, I was approached by uh, our mutual friend New, and um, we uh, that was the the roots of Moxa. Okay, and what does Moxa mean? Where does that come from? You guys know? Well, uh, moksha is a term from Hinduism um, that uh, means basically achieving a liberation of the cycle of death and rebirth. Wow. That's pretty deep. That Um, is pretty deep. I want to kill myself right now. (laughs) Yeah, I want to be liberated. See see if you can break it. (laughs) It's all moksha right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We loosely interpret that to mean basically achieving freedom through the pursuit of perfection is... Okay. The spin that we like to put on that. I like that. Uh, who is Hindu in the in the organization? The owner? Uh, nobody, nobody. Nobody at all. You it's just, just like the happened to stumble upon that word and okay. roll with it. Yeah, that's pretty good. That is intense. Are you guys real serious around the brewery, or, or is it still uh, no. relaxed? No. Nah, okay. Very, very relaxed. <laughs> 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 I guess with Westy McPherson, you can't right. be, can't be exactly. that serious. Oh, good old Westy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've got uh, our first beer in front of us, too, which is what? Um, melted pastry? Is that what it's called? <laughs> Methode pastry. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bev's uh, writing is not that. necessarily the best. Why do I ever let her you even got the do the spelling part? It should just because she should go out there, will. get the beer, and then always ask somebody else to spell the beer for her. Okay, I, uh, I heard melted pastry when they handed it to me, so I spelled it correctly. I just completely named your beer something else. Oh, but doesn't that sound delicious? It I like that name. Someone needs a donut. But, but yeah. taste, it tastes like a melted pastry. Yeah. First you know, of all, you get those pastries forbid, that melt. You look at the board. <laughs> Second of all, it sounds like so, a good beer. Really, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my career. <laughs> Derek, you're doing great. Let me oh. tell you right now. Good thing you got those reading glasses, Justin. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's. I was like, is it me or no? It definitely says melted. Uh, okay. So what is it really called? Methode pastry. Methode. Well, see, that's is your fault. Make it simple. <laughs> uh, tell us about the beer. Uh, so this is uh, a collaboration with our friend Kyle from Horace Agedales down in Oceanside, California. Okay. Um, 
We uh, it's an imperial stout, thirteen point two percent, with vanilla, coconut, and hazelnut coffee. So this is actually the first time we're pouring it anywhere. We just uh, oh wow, it was finished carb this morning, so we're like cool. Keg it up and bring it down here. Well, thanks for that. Yeah. So I haven't even tasted it yet, but it uh, smells incredible. Uh, I mean, it has all those things. Well, that's what I was going to say, Doc. It, but it you has, don't have a microphone, yeah, Doc. So. Uh, it, it, it has those it things. It had to be done. It has all those things. Yeah, everything you just described, you can actually pick out in the aroma. And usually when there's that much, it'll kind of just muddle together. Yours blends together, but in a nice way. Yeah, that's uh, due to the um, just kind of experience that we have just collectively from our previous brew jobs, but also uh, knowing what dosing rates to uh, mm. and how much beer that we're dosing into. So, uh, yeah, we were pretty satisfied with it and thought it was uh, worthy of bringing over to the uh, Brewing Network. No, I think you made a good choice. <laughs> Can you give us any tips about how to do that? When, when you say dose it, how are you guys putting those ingredients in? Uh, so it's a, it's a matter of, um, well, first off, we use a, a hot back, which is, Kind of use on the hot side, add whole leaf hops, and okay. it goes in between the boil kettle and the uh, heat exchanger and just kind of filters through those whole leaf hops, stripping away all those flavors. But we actually sanitize it and use that false bottom huge vessel for uh, the pa- pastricizing or whatever you call it, <laughs> Tre- right. treating the, yeah. uh, some of the beers uh, post-fermentation. So uh, we'll, we'll clean it, sanitize it, throw in the ingredients. Uh, add in the beer in there and uh, use a, uh, a CAP pump to um, circulate the beer, recirculate it through all the ingredients. We leave those on for days. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, each beer or each ingredient requires a certain amount of time for the recirculation, temperature, speed of the pump. So there's a lot of different variables. But you're not even doing it all at once. You're doing it per ingredient. Correct. So, for example, the uh, the coconut and the... Vanilla went in at um, about 60 degrees. Actually, we chilled it down to 50 and let it free rise for about four days. And then we chilled it down to under 40 degrees and then added the coffee as if it were cold steep. I see. Yeah. Uh, for only a day. Just a day. Yeah. So what's the bottom of this uh, hot back like? What's the, what that, is it? what's the a, screen size? Is it a slotted or is it hold? Or what, what's... Uh, it's, kind of, it's, a, it's a screen, but it's a whole basket. It's not just the false bottom. Okay, it's, it's a basket. basket that kind of fits in there. Uh, so we, we have a 10-barrel system. Uh, this one we treated, um, it was uh, eight barrels of beer, but then our hot back's 30, 300 liters, which equates to about two and a half barrels. So we're putting a good chunk of, of the beer inside the, uh, the hot back and recirculating it. Oh, within the hot back itself? Correct. Oh, I see. Yeah. So just so I'm clear, so you're not even recirculating the entire batch. You're recirculating a portion of the batch and then putting it back with the rest of it? Yeah, we're pulling it out of the oh, bright tank, throwing it into the hot back, yeah. and then it gets pushed back into the uh, fermenter or, yeah. or the uh, uh, bright so you're tank. You're making your own tincture, so to speak. You're making or, Yeah, using agitation. We're not just right. steeping it. We're actually creating... Uh, a nice recirculation and running through the ingredients okay. as if it's like you're pushing through a pe- no. French press. Okay. Right, so it's got some pressure on it. You're actually Correct, just drawing yeah. down on it. Some positive yeah, pressure yeah. on it yeah. and just really uh, infusing those ingredients. How long do you do that for? Uh, the coconut and the vanilla were on there for, what was it, like six days or so? Gordon? Yeah, five or six days. Okay. Yeah, it's getting yeah. pumped continuously for five <clears throat> oh, or six yeah. days? Yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, so it's been compu- uh, pumped um, continuously for five or six days, and then we have to chill it. To co- Actually, with our undersized chiller right now, which we have a new one on order to create more beers, but our, uh, our it took a little bit of the time to kind of get down to those levels in which we felt comfortable to introduce in the coffee. So five to six days on the uh, uh, vanilla, and after that it was able to cl- uh, cold crash down to 
uh, under 40 degrees in which we um, purged out or pushed out a little bit of the uh, uh, beer from the hot back, opened it up, uh, threw in the coffee, reprimed it, and continued that circulation for the next day. Wow. Uh, and then after that, push it back in the, the bright tank, and it's all done. It's amazing. Yeah, so the beer doesn't end uh, after you create the word or after uh, fermentation is done. Uh, with these certain additions, which, where we like to use real ingredients, no extracts, uh, we want to create those flavors over time and do it the real way so it lasts on your palate over time. As it, and this is like a whole bean coffee? It's not ground in any way? Uh, we coarse ground it. Coarse. Um, we actually bought uh, what we thought was like a decent grinder or a burr grinder from uh, Amazon. And, uh, it no started such to, thing. Yeah, after, the, <laughs> after like a quarter pound, it started to smoke. So we're just wow. called it. <laughs> it's duty cycle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no one's, no one's uh, I guess, grinding nine pounds of coffee at home right. at one time. So we went to a local grocery store. Uh, They're happy to trade uh, a four-pack of cans for... Um, you know, so access to their uh, commercial grinder. Oh, that's cheap. Nice. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, trades way cans. better, yeah. right? Yeah. You know? and, and you can in get everything. the rough grind you're looking for. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the uh, the vanilla beans and the coconut; those are all pretty good ch- size chunks as well. Or uh, no, so well, it's whole bean, uh, whole vanilla beans. Yeah. We used uh, Tahitian vanilla yeah. beans on yeah. this. They're really plump. So uh, uh, what we did was. Uh, brought a knife from home, split it down multiple times. They're actually pretty wide, so it wasn't just one slit. It was like oh. multiple slits on the bean. Oh, but nice. Uh, then turn it sideways and uh, you did this chop to it every up. bean. Yes. Yeah. Well, and it was. It you was, don't have a mic, Doc. Corey, when Derek says "we," does he mean you? And he's out dicking around somewhere <laughs> else. Uh, Derek did actually chop all these vanilla beans. He's working on his tan, of course. Yeah. Exactly. I can't believe you slid. Every bean. We, we think it's worth it. You know? yeah. uh, the, the coconut's already prepackaged, but the vanilla beans take some processing. And yep. you know, taking an extra thirty minutes, an hour to chop all those beans up. And, and by by beans, I mean I mean it's two two over two pounds. So we're okay. talking. You know, a few hundred. Yeah. That's a lot. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what you, I'm yeah. saying. You had some TTB paperwork you were putting off doing. Was right. that? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you had some TTB paperwork you were putting off doing. Uh, like, oh, so these, that, these vanilla beans need Unfortunately, slicing. that's still put off. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people I wish we could get some TTB work done, but yeah. Yeah, we want to make cool beer. Yeah. We're brewers, right? You are making yeah. cool beer because it worked. Um, wh- and what did you say the ABV is on this beer? 13.2. So, okay. um, Which you kind of need with all of those sweet ingredients in there, right? It's a great way to balance well, it out and not make it too, too um, uh, just over, like having the ingredients overpower the beer. Yeah. How do you handle the, the coconut? Did you just raw or toasted or whatever? What? Um, on this beer, we did use raw coconut. Um, I think we're in the realm of 100 pounds of coconut in about eight barrels of beer. Um, and so it just goes in, and then the beer is moved through that coconut for days on end, and we're just trying to achieve maximum contact time. Is there a reason you picked that cold temperature well, for the pumping and, and that was just That was just for the coffee. Um, oh, okay. It's room temperature for the other stuff that okay. for the extraction. But we don't want to extract too much of bitterness from the um, uh, the coffee, so uh, that that one's done at a colder temperature. Okay. What's your research speed? I'm curious to how fast you're re- researching that over, over these four or five days or whatever. Actually, that one was pretty slow. That one was... Uh, it wouldn't have to be very fast. I mean, you're just trying to, like, move the... I mean, you're not... 
you say this, is it pulling down or is it pushing down on the on the on the? It's on the pushing beat? into the into the hot back. Ah, so you're, the was, pumps are on the input side, not the inside. Not the yeah, okay. yeah. We've done both, but uh, we figured uh, we kind of made an adjustment. Um, Corey suggested push, pushing but, into the uh, hot back. And, do you taste this liquid you're making as you're going along? Like on three day three, you go like, hmm, could use a couple more days. Or oh yeah, it, it's oh, great yeah. to see the development. Okay, of that. all right. So yeah. you learn you learn what it tastes like as it goes. Yeah, we put a little sample port in oh. the in the loop on uh-huh. the hose, and so every morning we come in and. Drink some uh, 13% stout and see how it's doing. <laughs> yeah, and your and day starts looking better. Yeah. 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 Drive a forklift and <laughs> forklift, <laughs> climb some ladders, you know, yeah. <laughs> dry hop a few tanks. Yeah. Why not? Well, that's a really unique process. Thanks for sharing that. With Slide you. down yeah. the vent yeah. cord yeah. like a fireman. <laughs> I'm coming to Moxa to hang out a little bit in the mornings. Yeah. Uh, this came out really, really great. It's yeah. very complex, um, but easy uh, but easy drinking at the same time. Exactly. So I think you're right when you say it's worth taking that time. It's very different than any beer with this much going on. I think I've ever tasted. Um, it's really pretty chill. Yeah, uh, and then we were kind of debating. I, I asked Kevin, uh, who was buying beer for Hop Grenade, mm. and I was like, "Is it, is it cool?" I didn't really uh, say what we were bringing, or we were bringing this, but you know, we we're really proud of it. We added a lot of ingredients. I showed him a picture of, with a snow shovel scooping up the coconut from the floor. Oh, nice. And I was like, is it okay if we bring that? And his response was, good Lord, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this beer's not released yet, right? This is No, this is the first time it's ever hit a faucet. So. And this is wow. the beer you have coming out in bottles on the 10th? No, this oh. is oh, this actually is coming beer. out after that. After so that one. We just want to showcase this here. We're going to put it in bottles and the kegs and just kind of wait till. Uh, the time's ready to where we really want to uh, release it, to where yeah. we can let people know, uh, tell the story, and kind of run through all the, the marketing things, you know? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, people who showed up to the Hop Grenade tonight are in for a treat. Thanks for, for sharing that with us. Oh, yeah. Our pleasure. All right. Now, let's see. I've got the name of our second beer <laughs> in front of us here, um, <laughs> which is apparently called, and I'm, I'm afraid to even do it, um, Bisco Party. Did Bebo get it right this time? That is correct. All right. <laughs> we got Bisco Party. I put for real in parentheses. I know, but this name this <laughs> name could have gone anything. either way because it sounds like something Bebo would say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bisco Party. It's a Bisco, Bisco. Party. Uh, so, yeah. That sounds fun. It's yeah. Yeah. No, the beer is This Goes Swiftly. Fucking. But doesn't yeah. a Bisco Party sound fun? It does. Just, that's great. I just want to go. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, tell us about Bisco Party. Uh, so this is another pastry stout, I guess, as you would call it. Yeah. Um, this one, uh, very similar process to uh, the last beer, uh, but this one got uh, toasted almonds, vanilla beans, um, double roasted cacao nibs, and was that it? Cacao. Uh, I feel like cinnamon. Yeah, I was cinnamon. Like, I was like, thing. "There's one," I could, and I, it's the first thing I tasted too. But then I forgot about it when you said all the other ingredients. I was like, "No, there's something else in there. What is it? I, I was cinnamon." One, the c- Doc was waiting for the cinnamon. What's, what's, no, what's this? Better than that? Jesus Christ! Be- Beardy's your microphone stand tonight. He's gonna hey. have to keep doing that, Beardy. It's clearly uh, not gonna exactly stop. Wait, well, you got to go back. Because oh, no, exactly, we need to exactly hear what he's gonna cinnamon. mutter. I forgot about it at first. Mm, mm-hmm. Wow. No, no. <laughs> you have to taste it the beardy are just handing Doc all the microphones now. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> there you go. They should hand him the keys to his car. <laughs> 
<laughs> Smart. He says yeah. he Ubered, for those of you at home. Um, okay. I slubered. <laughs> huh? So the rest of the process you're saying is pretty much the same, though. You do the hop back. Uh, I guess it's not really a hop back, but the, the hop-ish back. Um, carbs, a torpedo. A torpedo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then different times for the different ingredients as well? Uh, this beer, we did all the ingredients at the same time okay. because they can all be, I think, safely infused warm I without see. fear of in, in, like extracting too much bitterness or whatever from one of those. That's a great distinction is deciding what, you're, what it is you're not trying to pull out of it, whether you do this warm or cold. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, this one came out real nice too. Yeah, you know what's cool? So they are they are somewhat sweet beers, just the nature of what's in them. But because of the good alcohol content, they don't go down as sweet. But my lips are left sticky and tasting sweet. <laughs> I know that's, that's a, probably a weird description of the whole of how. No, the, no. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I find it to be strange because like a, we're left on your lips. Uh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I like all of those things. Is what I'm saying. You know, you, you've done. What's the alcohol content of this one? I'm just curious. Uh, this one I think is twelve percent. Twelve. Okay. Twelve percent. It's uh, inspired by a chocolate dip biscotti, so it's a, kind of an obscure pastry. But got yeah, it. we thought it would taste good in, as a beer. And why? Why so many imperial stouts? It's just your thing? Kind of, yeah. yeah uh, Imperial Stouts and uh, <laughs> IPAs. And I, which we'll get to in our next segment, too. But I just was... Yeah. You did, yeah. did you choose this style because you get to be so creative with the other ingredients? It's such a blank canvas. Okay. Uh, and creating... And all of these have sw- slight tweaks in the base beer, uh, knowing that we're going to add these treatments. So, for example, that method pastry kind of dial back the roasted barley because we know we're going to add roasted coffee beans so i see we, we, the whole it's a whole process and it's planned out from the very beginning got it you know how hot it gets in sacramento right yeah but people <laughs> are imperial just guzzling these things down so oh yeah um nice. yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. felt that it was uh kind of underserved uh as far as the big imperial stouts and yeah we have nice dry ipas for you to, that are refreshing but this, this is a nice little dessert beer a nice little treat that sure. uh yeah. you know, has been steadily moving and people seem to like it yeah no matter what temperature it is <laughs> well, you'll be yeah. bottling these beers or packaging them so you'll be able they'll be able to drink them any time of the year they want yeah exactly and see them develop age, and age really well yeah yeah and we wanted that kind of uh that that part of our our brewery's uh, portfolio to be something that you can uh kind of have on your mantle we're gonna have really nice looking labels uh something that can develop over time and um whereas you can have the fresh ipa crawlers or cans that we sell hmm. and, you know going into the tap room and have that like kind of in the moment beer as well sure what does the base beer look like for this? You were mentioning that you tweak it a little bit, but basically, what what is the base? It's dark. Yeah, yeah. super dark. Yeah. Uh, you got your base uh, grain, and that could range from either a uh, uh, Marisotter Pilsner or, or Marisotter Turo. Um, we got some middle malts, kind of like some bodybuilding malts, uh, some Karaminic. Uh, what else? We got like some oats as uh, well. Oats, is yeah, that always oats. Yeah. Uh, not always oats. Okay. And, um, Sometimes there'll be uh, golden naked oats, which have a little toast characteristic to it. Okay. Uh, also some uh, crystal malt, some roasted barley, chocolate malt, uh, and some coloring malt. Some uh, um, not carafatu. We actually use uh, it's, uh, Patagonia uh, Perla Negra. Okay. Yeah, which is uh, from uh, Chile. What do you like better about that? <clears throat> Excuse me, than carafatu. Uh, a little bit less uh, astringency. Um, okay. Just has a nice little kind. Of, you could actually eat that by itself. Where I think carafatu, it's a little harsh. So yeah. I think that carries over with the beer, adding a nice color without uh, adding a lot of like uh, bitterness or harshness to it. Okay. Is it a similar Love a Bond? Yes. 
Okay. Yeah, it's just from a different maltster, and uh, sure. they do a good job uh, dehusking that and creating like a really nice, uh, uh, not as much assertive flavor than uh, as compared to a carafe too. Okay. Yeah. Nice. They're bro- they're both great. Ah, thank I'm going to have three more, and then the IPAs. <laughs> yeah. guess, I'm, yeah. guess I'm getting in an Uber with Doc to get home <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on, the, uh, on the dark beers, do you, do you adjust the water uh, pH up? Yeah, yeah. Of course, we they're kind of taking the lead for uh, the water profiling, so you can speak on that. But, yeah, we adjust for every, uh, every single beer that we do. Um, yeah. Based on the pH of the malt dictates and you adjust for that, right? Yeah, for these particular beers, um, I, I found that there's we just – pack the mash tun with so much malt and it's such a high percentage of highly roasted malts tons of chocolate roasted barley the perla negra um i tried my damnedest to get the ph up into maybe a like 5.4 or 5.5 range and even with as much chalk as we can throw at it it's just not getting there now uh, we tried a little bit of baking soda but uh i we want to keep the sodium at a reasonable level and uh, just so much dark roasted malt in these that uh, we kind of settled. Uh, I think they usually fall somewhere around 5.3 in the mash. Yeah. Well, the proofs in the pudding, these beers don't taste tar- tart at all. They taste great. So. No, yeah. they're, they're yeah. both awesome. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. They both taste barrel aged, too. Yeah, but good. I know you didn't do that, Excellent. right? Excellent. Yeah, isn't that? And that's what. I, so I had talked a few shows back about when I I went to Jameson uh, and I got to smell their barrels and, and stuff, and and they were like, they gave me like a fresh barrel, and they said, you know, doesn't that smell? Doesn't that barrel smell like whiskey? I said, yeah. And I said, well, that whiskey's never been in that barrel. That barrel smells like barrel. And that's why whiskey ends up with those great flavors. And you've put some of those great barrel flavors in this, like the vanilla and some mm-hmm. toast and some chocolate, without ever touching a barrel. I would say it's one of the better barrel-aged beers I've ever had. <laughs> that's awesome. People should stop barrel-aging and maybe start with your techniques a little bit. As a four-week-old brewery, we'd love hearing that. <laughs> we could hit those flavors at such a young age. I think you are you allowed to enter beers like this into like a barrel age category without having been in a barrel or is That'd some, be funny, is there some wouldn't that be great? I really want you to do it. You, that, you I can. guess if we had like an extra hundred fifty dollars to throw around. To do it, right. yeah. <laughs> no, but that'd be awesome if we won. To, to, yeah, to win a barrel age category but never having had it touch a barrel. And then no, annou- yeah. and then yeah. announce it and everyone's like, That's such a dick move. We aged this for fourteen months and you know, you guys win this. <laughs> right. You brewed it three weeks ago. <laughs> and it is a dick move, but it would also, in a non-dick way, showcase a lot of the flavors you're looking for in a barrel-aged beer without having to do all that bullshit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess you had to do your own bullshit, really. Let's face it. You did all the work like in a short amount of time instead right. of just putting it in a barrel and sitting on your ass right. for 12 months. You know? Yeah, exactly. Just, just do it right away, you know, like us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're doing both. Yeah. I really like it. It definitely, definitely has some barrel characteristics. That's yeah. awesome. All right. I gotta get us to a break, and then we're gonna switch to IPAs. Is that cool? That's that's I'm craving some. You're down with that? Okay. Are you asking everybody? Uh, or? Right? Yeah. No, Is this a vote? Saying, I'm yeah. just asking Derek. Oh, okay. You know. so we could vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know why I'm only asking Derek. <laughs> uh, I could ask Tasty, and he. Calm down. Yeah. Sure. See exactly. Oh, shit. oh it's unanimous. <laughs> so now it's unanimous. Anonymous. Right. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, more from Moxa Brewing Company. And if you want to learn more yourself, you can go to moxabrewing.com. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. 
Your brewing water can be a mystery. If it's good enough to drink, it's good enough to brew with, right? We all know to perfect certain styles of beer, proper water chemistry is vital. But running water tests can be complicated and expensive, but not anymore. Industrial Test Systems is proud to introduce the new Smart Brew Water Testing Kits, incorporating the exact iDip Smart Photometer System. The only photometer on the market that harnesses the power of the smartphone and runs water tests without you doing a pile of calculations. The iDip features two-way Bluetooth communication with the brain of the system, which is its own multilingual app. This allows limitless possibilities, including lab accuracy, free upgrades, test customization, over 35 available, mobile sharing, and more. You can keep a detailed history of your results. Email your water report to other brewers or share it on social media. Visit smartbrewkit.com now and learn more about the iDip photometer and all the tests it can do for you. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a brew. 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer. Whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the BrewingNetwork.com. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star Solution. Visit FiveStarChemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. And get the Five star treatment today are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises blickman engineering has the answer the blickman brew easy all grain brewing system the brew easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design perfect for any size brewing location at its core the brew easy is built on two gorgeous blickman boilermaker brew kettles a high temperature march pump and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater the brew easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack 
stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new Brew Easy. Hey guys, what'll it be? I'm not sure. What do you recommend? A lot of people seem to like the Hefeweizen. Is that a German Hefeweizen or more of an American-style wheat beer? I'm not sure, but I can give you a taste. Okay, great. Great. The Cicerone Certification Program certifies and educates beer professionals in order to elevate the beer experience for consumers. Unfortunately, not every bar is staffed with certified beer servers who can guide their customers through a beer list. Here you go, guys. Let me know what you think of the Hefeweizen. Yeah, that's definitely more of an American meat. But I can hardly tell because this beer just smells like sour butter. I wonder how long it's been since they cleaned the draft line. Yeah, and look at the bubbles on the side of the glass. It's filthy. Somebody should tell these guys about the Cicerone program. For sure. How about we head somewhere else for another beer? Your server should give beer the same respect you do. Request quality. The Cicerone certification program offers four levels of beer certification, in-person classes, and course books for beer professionals. Check them out at Cicerone.org. The Cicerone Certification Program. We know beer. Hey, this is Julian Trego from Beachwood Brewing, and you are listening to The Session on the Brewing Network. All right, welcome back to the show. We got Moxa Brewing Company hanging out with us. And don't forget about our friends over at Great Fermentations. You can go to greatfermentations.com. Uh, they've got the largest catalog of Blickman products on the web, and their staff is some of the best trained in the biz using those products. They offer top-notch customer service and same-day shipping on many items. Check them out at greatfermentations.com, and be sure to like them on Facebook at gr 8 Fermentation, Instagram, and Twitter, greatfermentations.com. Which we've been tasting so far tonight, right, Tasty? Some yes. great fermentations? Definitely. Very clean. Clean and nice. We didn't even ask about yeast yet. Is it English-style yeast on those beers? Or are you doing, like, straight Cal Ale on the on the Imperials that we just drank? Uh, we're using USO5, so it's a dry okay. yeast. So just yeah. a dry. Clean. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just kind of. Why dry yeast? It's easier to handle. Yeah? It's rehydrated. Pitch it. Yeah. You, keep the, you don't have to overnight it to you. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's just, it just hangs out in the cooler when you're ready to use it. Got use it. it. Yeah, we use some wet yeast, though, from uh, for um, some of the hazy stuff. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. I'm always yeah. curious why people, do you, how people choose. Do you repitch that, or it's just new dry yeast every time? No, we, we, we uh, repitch it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, usually yeah. for these stouts, we'll prop up yeast in a, a lighter beer and then pitch a large amount of slurry. I mean, why not? They've only brewed like two and a half batches for God's sake. Right. Yeah, they're they're a, a month, month old. I <laughs> yeah. hope you repitch yeah. something. Uh, did you? You said how many barrel system you have? We have a ten barrel system okay. uh, and eighty barrels of fermentation capacity. Uh, we do have two uh, thirties on site to bring us up to one hundred forty barrels. Wow! But we're waiting for our new chiller, which is on order, uh, in, in order to get those online. So we already. Wait, but you're going to have to brew a ton to, to fill those. Uh, we brew like a ton anyway. Right? It's just going to go. It's yeah. just going to go into a different fermenter. Yeah. Okay. You're just brewing all the time right now. <laughs> Pretty much as, as much as we can. Yeah. Corey, Corey, Corey never goes home. Yeah. 
We yeah. both, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Both, the, yeah th- this was the first weekend that we had off uh, since we uh, our soft opening actually. Wow, uh, was this past weekend? Wow. Just kind of getting, uh, and we thought we were kind of good with having two IPAs on the board, but then one ran out yesterday. Oh. So now we're back to filling it back up. But uh, yeah, we have four out of five uh, fermenters or IPAs, but yet we can't keep only one or two are on the board at a uh, single time. Wow. Yeah. And you said you moved up here with your fiance, right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, Corey, you're 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 married, Corey. Uh, no, okay. not yet. You're gonna be all right, but uh, Derek, you're <laughs> fucked, man. <laughs> Looking forward to it. I hope you like your I hope you like your job because he, I don't think she's gonna stick around till you're at the brewery all the time. Oh, that's yeah, that's, that's something. Spend that's some like, time at home. I need some advice on some balancing of life. Exactly. Yeah. That, all right, think of your life like your beers. Right, you got to balance them. Don't just throw a shitload of ingredients at them. <laughs> you got to balance them. How long have you been together? Pre-wedding, uh, a little over two years. Oh yeah, yeah. she still likes you too much. It's <laughs> right. hard. Yeah. Maybe it's a good thing though, like to miss each other, right? <laughs> like he's gone all the time. She still misses him when he comes right. home. Yeah, yeah, I waited like, too long to be gone. She doesn't miss me. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Tara doesn't miss you anymore, right? No, Jason? she misses me all the time. Really? Yeah. Like because you're only gone for like three hours at a time. <laughs> right. For the show. Yeah, it's fine. Oh my god, I missed you so yeah. much. Give me some food. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, make me a milkshake. Yeah, yeah. right. All right. Thank you. All right. Now, right now, the beer is only available on draft in the tap room, basically, except at the hop grenade, or what? Except at the hop grenade. Yeah, right now, you guys are the only one pouring it outside of the tap room. Uh, there are some events that we do, for example, that Capital Beer Fest. Okay. Uh, events like this, some tap takeovers, but no normal distribution at all. There's we have a hard enough time keeping it on tap at the tap room, so there's Got no it. reason to distribute right now. We want to keep it as close as home as possible, and why not have it 40 feet from the tanks as brewed in? Sure. And then soon you're going to start putting into cans and or bottles? We did already a can release, and that's sold out the day of. Okay. Um, bottles, we, we did some bottles. Uh, we, we have a bottle release coming up uh, and, and plan on doing both cans and bottles as much as we can, but at the same time try to keep as much beer on at the tap room the as tap possible. Room. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So now we've got a couple IPAs in front of us. What's the first one called? Westy McPherson? Westy McPherson. Tell us about Sissy this. Sissy McWherston. <laughs> oh. That's a good According name. to Beverly. <laughs> She's like, I think it's Fisty something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but it sounds fun. That sounds like a good time. Yeah. <laughs> that, sounds good. that sounds like fun. God, I love Bebo. All right. Someone uh, has to. Tell us about this beer. Uh, Westy McPherson, West Coast IPA, and... and I mean, IPAs just, they come and go, so why not have fun with it? Have a little fun name. Um, and at that point, like, it's coming out tomorrow. We need a name. We finally need a name. It's the, one of the hardest things to be in a brewer is coming up with names. Yeah. Right? Everything's, true. unless you just name it the, uh, the style. But we want to have a little fun with it. You How know? much has this industry either evolved or devolved that the, the hardest thing, one of the hardest <laughs> things to do now is to come up with a name, God yeah. damn it. Because there's just so many. easy part. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, for you, we've had some bad breweries. <laughs> okay, here, okay. Let me just say. Oh, all right. Good names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Great names. What a waste of a good name. <laughs> uh, did so, you, this, this beer sounds like it has a persona. Yeah, or yeah. So, I don't know. We gave it a name, and we're like, we felt like we had to have a story with it, you know, a little short-lived story. So we wrote up this thing. So Wesley, Wesley McPherson is a classy beer, not phased by any current trends. It sticks to what it knows. It gives, you t- it gives your taste buds a gentle massage of bitterness, but then Roundhouse kicks you in the face with hot flavors of Simcoe Cryo and Mosaic. Mm. It is a West Coast IPA. It is Wesley McPherson. Nice. That's there a good description. <laughs> I like it. Now, 
I'm going to go out on a limb here, Tasty. I'm going to make a statement about you. <laughs> and, oh, wow. You like potatoes. Uh, and, <laughs> and, I, and if I'm wrong, I think you can be honest, because either way, I think we've been nice enough to the Moxa boys already, so I don't think they'll mind if I'm wrong. Yeah, but I I'm going to go out and say... I think you really like this IPA. I, I think do. this is your kind of uh, of IPA. I like the balance in it. It's slightly hop forward, which is what I like about it. Yeah, it's, not, uh, it's got you know very uh, very distinct, like an IPA kind of hop hop profile. A lot of the uh, yeah, a lot of beers are, are trying to get more too balanced. Uh, this is a West Coast style, which you call correct. It? Yeah, Fine. just yeah, uh, with this one, um, a, a lot drier uh, or not a lot drier, a little bit drier. Uh, also. There's there's a bittering addition. It has a great uh, aroma. <laughs> That's the Sim, that Simcoe Cryo seems to be coming really through really well. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. two different hops. Simcoe Cryo. No, it's just a the, the it's the style of the hop. The, right. What yeah, does it mean? It's the, uh, yeah. if you want, it's the way they make, they, they do an extract. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, uh, Cryo is essentially a, a further refined hop pellet where they remove a, a little bit more of the leaf matter and get you a more concentrated. Um, almost approaching lupulin powder or something like that. I see. Oh, it's like Keef. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, why yeah. didn't you fucking say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, go. oh, that's now you're grinding your hops. Yeah. Well, there's a little screen there underneath. Yeah. There's a bunch of Keef. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Does it? It. So you're you're saying it's a West Coast IPA, uh, which I don't think it's not, but it. You know the, the the positive parts of the New England IPA that people talk about that kind of creamy mouthfeel and where it has I I kind of get that in this beer too. <laughs> to me, this is a compliment because it's also what I like about the New England IPAs, where it kind of kind of butters you up a little bit, not diacetyl, but right. it like softens it softens up like the yeah. so I'm tasting that in this beer too. No, and, and yeah, it has that kind of like juiciness to it. Yeah, and, uh, we attribute that to just dry hopping the fuck out of everything. Okay, so, yeah, but it's a soft bitterness too. Uh, my favorite part about what you said was the positive points, <laughs> right? As if there's m- one or more than well, one. that's just because I'm stuck with you, dickheads, for <laughs> too often. Because that's I right. have found that, and I've been this way the whole time. I don't give a shit what the style is or what it's called, uh, yeah. but I do care how it tastes, and uh, I don't overanalyze uh, much of anything except for my own goddamn life. Uh, but and mine, this and your <laughs> goddamn life. Good point. Um, but yeah, I had I, when I do listen to these guys talk about the damn. Uh, you can't help with the air quotes. Uh, yeah, when, I when, started, I, when I listen, when I sort of listen. One of the things I have heard is about this kind of creamy mouthfeel that also, um, like, makes it a smooth bitterness. And anyway, mm-hmm. I'm just saying you're calling this yeah. a West Coast IPA, but I think it also has characteristics of a New England IPA. Yeah, and I just think, my uh, and the next one's uh, our New England style hazy IPA, and uh, I think there's a lot of overlapping characteristics uh, between the two. Uh, we do switch the uh, uh, the malt, the grain bill, the uh, the, the hopping rates. Um, Within the uh, hot side, uh, as well as the the yeast, yeah, Mm -hmm. the yeast. uh, We use uh, a combination of English ale and uh, Vermont yeast for the hazy IPAs, and then um, it's kind of a neutral yeast for the Mm -hmm. West Coast stuff. JP, do you like this IPA? Uh Again, I'll give you the same out. We've been nice enough to these guys. I think you can be honest. Plus, no one oh. cares what you think anyway. But right, I just actually, want someone I'm, else to talk for a second. No, I don't I'm actually like it. genuinely okay. I was genuinely curious because I no. thought, oh, you know what? I bet JP even maybe likes this one. I, I I wouldn't. I don't. I wouldn't consider it to be a West Coast IPA. Okay, uh, because it is creamy. It is cloudy, and it just it's more. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I I love the aroma, mm-hmm. and I love the the hop flavor. 
mm-hmm. but um, I wouldn't I wouldn't drink it seven percent, so it's out of my wheelhouse. You like them lower? It's than an that. IPA, which is out of my wheelhouse, right. and it's cloudy, which is out of my wheelhouse. So there's nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not going to pay nine dollars yeah. or whatever. I don't know. I'm just made up the number to like sniff the beer. Right. It smells great, and I th- but I I wouldn't classify it as a, a West Coast IPA, um, but I think as an IPA, um, I bet it sells. The fuck ton of. I bet you guys sell a shit out of this beer. Yeah, but I, sh- I should beer. curse again. Just yeah. another, Any other curse words you have? Ball <laughs> liquor. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, you can I, have that name. I, I can see this beer being very marketable. It's just not my thing. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Absolutely. JP's own disclaimer there. <laughs> I think I I can I don't I don't see anybody coming up to you guys except for JP saying I don't like this IPA. No, I'll just do it on Twitter. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he'll yeah. do that to any IPA. Yeah, pretty right. Not any. Said, first, any. Of all, first of all, I don't like IPAs. And then right. right. Yeah. Yeah. For style, I don't like. I sure have a lot of opinions on them. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I do like IPAs, but I'm I'm just a little I've grown picky about them, and it's definitely not my go to style. There's so many out there now. I would order this a couple of times over. All right. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <clears throat> yeah, I like it. Is this your number one selling beer? Uh, when you have it? Yeah, well, right now, yes, today, yeah. it's, our, it's probably our number one selling beer because yeah. it's the only IPA oh, okay. on tap right now. If you, had, if you had this in the next, Tomorrow? Yes. In the New England style together, does the New England style better? Which one, which one goes better, the cloudy or the hazy? Uh, the hazies usually outpace the West Coast just because it's the trendy yeah. thing. It's yeah. the new thing. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, what do, what do you guys like? Uh, this is kind of an unfair question, I guess. No, no, I, uh, I, I definitely prefer the West Coast style. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I try to have a plenty a month just to remind myself. Like, I this see is, <laughs> this is yeah yeah recalibrate myself like yes this uh, and then kind of like do do my own thing off of that or do our own thing uh, as far as what we want to um, present our customers with and also drink ourselves because home brewing is making whatever the hell you want with professional brewing it's making what you like to make but also what you can sell a whole tank of sure so that's the difference between uh, home brewing and pro brewing and you have to take those in, uh, certain things into consideration and this is a, a, a result of that yeah. Now you guys are a one-month-old tap room. You must have people coming in that are new to craft. Do you have like a, ga- a gateway beer for them of any sort, or uh, what, do you, what do you do in there? Uh, yeah, we do have one beer called our Rockland Ale, which okay. uh, is, of course, the city we are, um, our brewery is in. Um, we have a lot of uh, locals who frequent the brewery, and we wanted to put out a beer that's very approachable, um, very light. Uh, so we made it um, basically a fake Pilsner, um, Pilsner malt, Saz hops, and uh, ale yeast. Um, and so that is our our clear beer, our yellow beer, nice. um, and it has also uh, been selling out, unfortunately. So, right, um, <laughs> it's a brewer's that'll, nightmare. <laughs> that'll probably continue to do so in the summer. Also, that'll be everybody's uh, good. They'll mix them. in some of the dark beers, some of your imperial stouts, with a bunch of that. Uh, it'll ramp up. Yeah, the Rockland Ale. Yeah. No, that's one of few beers that we intend to continually rebrew. I see. So you will often just keep rotating the lineup, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Just yeah. keep it fun. Um, I mean, I think that's what the market, or, or at least the customers that we're trying to aim for, uh, prefer. Yeah. What's new? You keep you put the same IPA on, it's like, I had that already, or, or yeah. the same stout. Let's mix it up a little bit. We have enough time. We're creative enough. Uh you know, let's, let's uh, maximize that and create something new. And how many taps are you trying to keep on in the tap room at a time? <laughs> so we have 24 taps, uh, which is pretty ambitious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, right now it's kind of getting uh, – it, it's it's averaging around 
I don't know, four, five, I guess. See, five, I love five that. Five beers on tap. I love it for two reasons. For one, I actually get, uh, it's difficult for me if there are too many choices. So I <laughs> okay, like it. Good. So even if you only had five taps. Yeah. But then also because I like weird shit, I love that you have 25 there and there's only five. Like I would come in every time and be like, <laughs> they're just fucking with me. <laughs> so how many days a week are you open? We're open seven days a week. Yeah, yeah. I ask, you, that's kind of your problem. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we have a steady stream, so... Um, yeah, I mean, we are open a lot. So Tasty makes a good point. So, like, we've some of our brewery friends over the years, we've talked about this. And, and by the way, we yell at them for not being open, too, but they're smarter than we are. So, like, the Rare Barrel, for example, mm-hmm. right? A great sour brewery here in Berkeley. Uh, you know, they were open, only open a couple of days at first. And I went in screaming at them about it. God, you guys are great beer. You're going to be so popular. And they're like, no, we know. So we're popular. Beer. I remember you talking about their names, and, too. And we, you gave uh, their names, They're right? awful, awful names. <laughs> uh, but, they, but they couldn't be open. Seven subject. days a week and not run out of beer. Yeah, that's so true. So you what, guys are making this choice to be open all the time, but possibly running out of beer. Uh, what we're doing is we're limiting the amount of beer to go. So we do have I a crawler machine that's proudly displayed there, but mm. we don't use it much because we have to limit how much we sell to go. So if someone uh, has a couple pints there and takes another 32 ounces, they just doubled up the amount of beer that they consumed in our tap room. So we're limiting the amount of beer that we have to go. Okay. That's how we're kind of regulating it. But we did want to stay open seven days a week because there was kind of a shortage in the area of oh. uh, uh, businesses that you could go and hang out. So um, And also, it, it's it's a good way of um, just kind of just spreading out things. Yeah. It's well, a good once way you get your 24 on, hours a day. The 230s online. Hopefully You'll be able be, to yeah. make some yeah. flagships. And keep, you know, then leave you time to do some odd stuff on these ten on the ten barrels, or, or just get and, fill up know, those twenty four taps, you know, <laughs> create a pale ale or something. It's yeah, crazy. yeah. But in the future, we are filling up a lot of barrels, so we will have those on tap in a year oh, from nice. now. Uh, but we are kind of gearing up for the future as far as looking for exp- uh, expanding with those thirties, looking for other places to expand, uh, having the barrel age come back and make a lot of different variants, splitting up double, uh, double batches into two different uh, types of beers that we can kind of fill up the taps. Yeah. Uh, so just getting a little bit creative by having the limitations that we have of the uh, uh, fermentation capacity plus the demand and uh, trying to work in what, what we uh, have. We should start a football-style pool here of uh, how long it will take Moxa to fill all 24 taps in that tap room. <laughs> you know, we could all buy a square and... Uh, buy, a, buy a tap handle. Yeah, uh, because they're battling several things, uh, one yeah. of them being success, that everyone wants to buy the beer. And then... Don't know what that feels uh, like. <laughs> success? So, <laughs> yeah, we should start a little bet. Early summer. You think early, already early summer? Oh, God, yeah. I don't think so. Not from what I'm hearing. No, it's going to roll up. I think later than that. I think that these guys don't know what the fuck they're doing. I think what's going to happen, they're going to keep selling out of every drop they make and keep wanting to stay open seven days a week, and it's going to take so long. to. You're going to get so close. It's going to be like uh, two weeks. Okay, we're at seven taps. Another month, we're at nine taps. Like, oh, shit, we're back down to four. (laughs) You're going to shoot yourself in the foot by having some big release party. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, smarten up now. Because as soon as it gets, like, Good weather. It's gonna get full. Like oh, full full and just in here we go. It's gonna roller. Yeah, it's gonna roller. It's gonna roller. <laughs> yeah. So can't wait could, for those roller times. Yeah, you can make a t shirt out of that if you want. It's gonna roller. <laughs> All right, now I'm drinking the New England style IPA. What's this called? Uh hop collage. Okay. It is a hop collage. Good name. Now I'm just gonna go out go ahead and say 
I, too, like the West Coast IPA uh, better uh, of the two IPAs I have in front of me. Um, I just, there's something, you know, there's something less hop collage about the, the first <laughs> one that I think I like. It's just, a, it's got a fine point on it. It's got that West Coast style that we're used to here. Um, the hop collage has a lot going on. It's, it, in a good way, it's just a, a very different beer. How many different hops are in this? Uh, so the hop collage actually is almost a single hop beer. It's all mosaic. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. He has a refined palate. Yeah, really refined. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He wasn't behind well, it the whole way. At least it's earthy. I don't know. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Well, if any beer could confuse or any hop could confuse it, it would be the mosaic. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's what what is a mosaic? The, earthy, right. the mosaic is a collage. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah, of little so tiny tiles. You were there. Some of us can't figure out how to use microphones after 13 years. Others still can't taste beer. Well, I guess we're all like, in the same boat. I don't want to use microphones ever again. Let's, let's all do this. Yeah, exactly. Yo, really loud. The- <laughs> we're just kidding. Sorry. We're going to stop tasting and stop using microphones. All right. Well, tell us more about the beer before I fuck it up some more. It's uh, wet. This is basically our, our, our base hazy IPA, um, single IPA, right about 7%. Um, we um, use a good amount of oats. Uh, we try to get the, the nice body, or I guess creaminess or juiciness, or whatever people want these days. Yeah. Um, we tend to make our hazies a little bit on the more drinkable side than that just soupy IPA that seems to be uh, everybody's craving now. But um, like turbidity wise, you mean? Uh, yeah, just so dense that yeah. it looks like gravy. Um, yeah. Thank you for not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so we wanted to be a little more approachable in that aspect, and then uh, we just dry hop the fuck out of it with a lot of mosaic. Okay. Um, and that hops uh, great. So uh, this is what you get. Is are is the oats the only difference between the the two beers that we've got in front of us? Um, as far as malt bill goes, uh, the West Coast has a little bit more complexity. On uh, we use a little low carbon solder. We use uh, a little bit of Golden Promise, a little bit of wheat. Um, the hazy has, um, um, I think this particular one uses some malted oats, uh, a little bit of wheat, um, and then uh, Pilsner malt splashed in as well in the base. Okay, because to me it looks a little darker. That's why I was wondering if there was a little bit of crystal or something. No, no crystal yeah. on oh, either. Okay. Just more malt. Just more. Hmm. They're both great. Yeah. Nice. Different water you, you profiles. Had me at, different. You had me at dry hot the fuck out of it. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. <laughs> that's you, all it takes. And you definitely did. Uh, how many IBUs go in the kettle-ish? Uh, except because are you just pretty much expecting it all to be in a dry hop or at Whirlpool or something? Uh, it's hard to say IBU numbers because there's so many different ways to do it. And yeah. We could put it in a hop back, and who knows what we're getting. We could put it in a flame out. We could put it in a Whirlpool. Um our software tells us it's probably about 30 IBUs in the kettle. Okay. And then a heavy dry hop. Got it. On the, uh, the hazies anyway. Okay. Well, I like them both. I could drink all these beers again. Yeah, very nice. I might go back to the first ones. Yeah. And then, end, and then Wait, end the first with, one's like the dark ones? Yep. And all then right. And then end with the, with the West Coast. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Just all of them again. I'm also One mixing. I'm mixing in a pilsner here in the middle too. Oh, so am I. Society's pilsner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I have, have, as well. have to have a little taste of home. Um, I mean, oh, recently right. moved from San Diego, so this was the only uh, San Diego beer you have on the board. Yeah, so. so uh, 
I had a sad experience at the Sacramento Beer Festival this weekend. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about that? Yeah. Call out society? I have to do it because they know I love them so much, so I hope I don't break anybody's heart here. But I had the first society beer I didn't like. And, and this Pilsner is, is redemption, so back to one of the best uh, beers uh, I've had in a long time. Yeah, their pale ale I didn't like very much. And and may, there's maybe there's nothing wrong with it. I don't know. Yeah. Is it the English pale ale? No, I don't know. It just said pale ale. I, it could okay. have been. I thought it was called. Was it called sorry, the Statesman? Is that what? Statesman. Yeah, Statesman. Is that what it is? They had it on here, Statesman. Yeah, we did. I liked it a lot. I'm, I'm but glad. I think I liked it here. Maybe I just didn't like it there. Well, it could have been two yeah. different pale ales. I don't know. I don't, was it called Statesman? I'm not sure. That's what, what I was Because I thought they had Harlot and fun. Statesman, but I know they had Harlot because that's what I had, and it was great. Yeah. And all I their beers are great. Yeah. I'm saying in all the years I've been drinking their beers, the first one I didn't like. Yeah. And why didn't you like it? I don't know. Maybe I had had like a Moxa beer before, and it was really good, and then I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. This does nothing compares anymore. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm ruined. It. <laughs> Maybe Doug brewed it instead of Travis. That might <laughs> have been the problem. Yeah. Dougie, go back to the office. <laughs> oh, I, I love those guys. <laughs> so do we. Um, anyhow, I'm enjoying their Pilsner. Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 It's good. Let's <laughs> <laughs> make it sure. There's Loving this double good. IPA yeah. in there as we have on Guess set. what hops are in that? <laughs> yeah. So you guys, you guys have another yeast you run for the Pilsner you make? No, that one's just the, uh, the, 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 cal- the cal- ale yeah, yeast. The neutral, yeah, basically it's the Pilsner recipe the Pilsner with the ale yeast. Finish it in 14 days and put it back on tap. And if you ferment that a little colder or just grow the ale temperature? No, ale temperatures. Cool. Um, we dry hop that one as well uh, with Czech Saws. Um, yeah. Dry hop that one, and that's the one that we want to keep. That's like the brewer's beer. You know? that's and the, does it have a Pilsner malt flavor to it? I mean, I, yeah. Cool. I mean, I don't know. I yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. That's yeah. Nice. No, it's, it's, it's really nice that, uh, well, especially we don't have the time to do IP, uh, lagers right now. Eventually, we hope to, hmm. uh, but right now we're just trying to get out beer as fast as possible, right. and that was a good way to propagate the yeast, yeah. and it's uh, yeah. kind of have something oh. a little bit more approachable yeah. and uh, non-IPA, non-imperial stout on the uh, board. Nice. Do you call it a Pilsner? No, we call it a dry hop Pilsner style ale. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Style Thank ale. you. At least you're right. Thank right. you for that. Yeah. That sounds way better than golden ale. Right? Yeah. 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 That's a little bit more enticing. I would order that over a golden ale. I, I appreciate that as one of these people who doesn't want to drink a Pilsner and instantly go, oh, this is fucking hot. Right. It's mm-hmm. hot for a minute. I hate it. You just want to know. Yeah. I want to oh, know. I want to know so I can be informed. I mean, I would drink it either way, probably, but I want. I want to know. Yeah. So I can go. Oh, pale ale. I'll have a pale ale instead of sure. the hot pilsner. But it sounds good. <laughs> I would. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just. I don't know. I like being. I, I like think that's the new. Uh, that's the style new uh, style. The hot pilsner. It, it is. Yeah. And I'm, trying to, I'm trying to kill hot it pills. as fast as possible. Right. We should change the description on that beer. You know yeah. what? If you just if you even named it hot pills, believe it or not, I think you'd sell the shit out of it. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to frame that style. It yeah. sounds counterintuitive. Like, like some rockabilly artwork on oh, right. like that. Like, Hot you know, pills. Like Hot two pills. pills. Popping two pills. Dude. Oh. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, two now. pills crossed. Yeah. yeah. Like crossbow and flaming instead of flaming dice. Hot pills. Hot pills. We just saw JP go from hating a style to, to loving, loving a style. It. To marketing it. Right. To owning yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. That's my style now. Hot pills. Hot pills. <laughs> I get 10% of all sales. <laughs> All right, well, a couple of things it looks like you have going on. On the 10th of this month, you've got uh, a bottle release happening? Yeah, that's true, yeah. So Thick Nibs, which we hasn't, uh, we haven't uh, tasted. Thick Nibs is a collaboration with our friends over at Ball Logic. It was on our opening tap list. An imperial style with cacao nibs. We boiled that for six hours. Um, 
which was all day. Why? Uh, Why did you boil it for six hours? <laughs> uh, Why not? They had yeah, six yeah, hours yeah. a day. I love it. We don't have it's time. 24 hours in a day. Why not? We don't you know? have time to do <laughs> lagers right now, but we can boil for six hours. We can recirculate for 100 days. Right. <laughs> anyway, go on with uh, it. <laughs> uh, it was kind of just an experimentation. What, what flavors can we produce from that? What, what viscosity, what flavors can we get from a six-hour boil? Uh, so with that, uh, with the sugars interacting with the heat for over that period of time, uh, we were able to extract a little bit more uh, or develop a little bit more kind of like dark caramel toffee flavors okay. uh, that we think um, work well with the uh, cacao nibs that we introduced to it. Uh, so that was um, – and, and also the um, the grain bill was a, a very caramel malt heavy. So we wanted really that like toasty caramel Maillard reaction kind of uh, uh, feel to it, and, and that's what we got in an imperial stout. Okay. Nice. Yeah, so that'll be our first ball release. And, and that's happening on uh, March 10th, right? March 10th, yeah. All right, so you can go out to uh, go to moxabrewing.com, and you'll be able to check out uh, where we're talking about to go do this. You can, I'm sure you'll, put, you'll post it on the website so people can remember. Social media, website, yeah. Sounds like you've sold out of every release you've done pretty quickly, so people need to get there. Yeah, we're very fortunate and very grateful for the support that we got in Rockland and the Sacramento area. So That's great. You know, that's awesome. We, we look forward to uh, having a lot of uh, guests in from not only um, the uh, extended areas, but also uh, hopefully around the world. We have uh, some nice uh, collaborations in the works, and uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Excellent. Yeah. Well, if you ever want to collaborate on an IPA with JP, I'm sure he's available. I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hot Pills IPA. Hot Pills IPA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It just keeps getting better. Yeah. It's a whole brand. I think it'd be, think it'd be great. Really. That's my new brand. I'm going to trademark this. Yeah. Hot Pills right on. now. Yeah. yeah. You need to go save the website quickly. Yeah. You've Hot got, Pills. You've got about 45 seconds before one of our, list, our listeners does it. <laughs> Hot Pills uh, for Women uh, on Alibaba already. Wow, already there. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Yeah. That's a good question. Um <laughs> I don't know. Uh, sounds like a roofie site. Yeah, are, right, yeah. are you now uh, on the dark web? Yeah. It's a hot pill. <laughs> Shit, I do have that browser. Yeah. You need to close that browser yeah. quickly. Yeah. Apparently what? you can take cayenne pepper pills. Why? I, I don't know. Is that the hot pills that women are taking? To no. boost your energy and metabolism. I see. Huh. Damn, what, what so you take them from? Yeah, <laughs> shove them up your butt. I, think that, I don't think you want to do that. No, <laughs> man. Uh, in the really hole. hot pills. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> what about uh, P I L L Z? Pills. Like, now, you're pills? now you're just ruining it. Now you're ruining it. It had to be had to be pure. P I L Z. Is that, I think I think that would be fine. There you go. Okay. Um, I do have a question Ask in the chat John room. at Beer Law Center. Go ahead. Uh, after six hours of boil, did the guys need to add some water back? Hmm. No. <laughs> we just run with it. So well, you must have planned for that, right? Uh, yeah, so, we did yeah. water a little bit higher, and then uh, um, with the expectation of boiling off so much beer, okay. uh, we do have an ending volume inside, so we just slaughter a little bit higher, which our boil kettle allows for, uh, and then um, boil off for six hours and... You know, wow. go off, do some chores and errands, and sure. have lunch. And <laughs> plant yeah, plant some trees to offset back. your carbon come, footprint. Come back, realize there's still two hours left in your boil. You know, which wow. is longer than most boils at that point in time. Take a nap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's great. 
All right. People should be excited about trying that beer. Go to moxabrewing.com and check it all out. You can look at their food and events over there. You can uh, see where to find the beer, uh, which is pretty much at the tasting room, and what beers they have going on. So check that all out. i got to get us to a break. Uh, guys, thank you so much for coming in. Not just for coming in here, but bringing us amazing beer. Yep. I appreciate that. Yeah, I've been listening to this uh, podcast, uh, or at least the Brewing Network, for over 10 years. So wow. It's pretty nice coming back uh, or coming on here for the first time. It's yeah, you know, good feeling, good, pretty emotional. Well, come back yeah, as yeah. you make more beer, bring it back to us, and I'm happy to have invented Moxa Brewing Company, basically. <laughs> oh, you're, through, you're through the brewery <laughs> thank, thank you, yeah. thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really, I'm sure, Tasty and Doc and other people. But um, all right, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Hey, uh, thank you. Like I said, go to MoxaBrewing.com. Also, go to Beersmith.com if you want to make br- uh, great beer like these guys. Go to Beersmith.com. Get your free 21 day trial. Uh, it's the best brewing software on the market, and um, it does cool things like. All the things you don't even know you needed to do. Beersmith.com, a wonderful sponsor. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we'll do our Twitter game, which I'm excited about tonight. Me too. It's what good was stuff. it again? Uh, Oscar uh, movie name? Yeah, if we, category. If, we uh, if we made a movie, what Oscar category would we win? Okay. Or what award would we win? What award? All right. I don't even know anymore. We'll do that and more when we come back right here on the session. Thanks for hanging out. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Grog tags aren't just for labeling your home brews to hand out to your friends. They're the perfect way to round out your personal brewing marketing. Bringing your latest beer to a funeral? Craft a metal sign to go with it. Heading out to Little Liam's Bar Mitzvah? Grog Tag custom bottle caps are awesome. Couldn't get out of jury duty this year? Grog Tag the hell out of the deliberation room with reusable labels. Grog Tag has an awesome array of products just waiting to be customized by you. Metal signs, coasters, tasting mats, bottle caps, tap handles. It's all there waiting for your designs at Grog Tag. Liven up your next party with the widest selection of custom products ever offered by a sponsor of the Brewing Network. Grog Tag. At least your beer will look good. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Check out their brand new patent-pending mash and boil 110-volt electric mashing and boiling unit. This compact all-stainless unit lets you mash, sparge, and boil just about anywhere that has a 110-volt plug. Double-wall construction adds to efficiency and safety, and a precise thermostat keeps temperatures where you want them. Unlike insulated buckets and converted coolers, multiple temperature rest mashing is easy to do all for under 300 bucks they also feature the mark ii work pump a magnetic drive high temperature pump that does the work of pumps that cost twice as much as well as exclusive brewers edge regulators and quality keg king kegs and disconnects check them out today at williamsbrewing.com to bruise their vast selection with over 20 years of experience making world-class craft beer and more than 100 gold medals in international competitions moylan's brewing company is not just a pretty face in craft beer. Just ask Brendan Moylan. What do we got here? The beer of the hour. Moylan's, gotta love that big M. It's like a sign of awesomeness. 
It's got an extra kick to it. Let's pour this bad boy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Moylan's. The end of the night when the kids are finally in bed, the wife's in bed, <laughs> nobody's bothering your ass anymore. That's Moylan's time. Moylan's is for you. Yeah! It's to help you out. Yeah. It helps me out. What? Well, because it's freaking awesome. Northern California brewed. It's brewed with love. With love? Oh, yeah. Tremendous. And it's always best where? Moylan's. You've got to try it on tap at Moylan's in Novato. They're freaking awesome. Not only because I own the brewery, because I love the beer. Cheers. Boom. Kilt Lifter Scotch Ale takes big beers to a whole new level with rich malt balanced perfectly with delicate hops and now comes in four packed tall boy cans so you can take the party on the go. Or come to the brewery, take a tour, and try any of Moylan's fresh creations right from the source. Check them out at Moylan's.com. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishev, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. If you work in retail sales, the restaurant industry, or are a new craft beer enthusiast, or you know someone who is, you have got to check out Beer 101. Beer 101 is an online course created for anyone wanting a quick introduction to the vast world of craft beer. Beer 101 covers the history of beer, brewing ingredients and processes, vital stats like ABV, SRM, IBU and gravity, styles, tasting, glassware, and pairing beer with food. The Beer 101 course is offered by the Brewers Association at craftbeer.com, also home to the truly awesome Beer Style Finder, a visual guide to every beer style. Quickly play with color, bitterness, and alcohol content to interactively explore the entire world of beer styles with a gorgeously designed interface to your favorite beverage. The new Beer 101 course and new Beer Style Finder are only available at craftbeer.com. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. The Brewcasters are back. It is a 401 beer. Whatever. Yeah, welcome back to the program. Thanks to Moxa Brewing Company for being on the show with us. Big things ahead for those guys, I think. I predict. Just based on the quality of that beer. It was real good. Real good. 
Um, this segment is brought to you by Brewers Publications, the leading publisher of contemporary and relevant brewing literature for today's craft brewers, home brewers, and beer enthusiasts. Brewers Publications started in 1986 with Greg Noonan's now classic book, Brewing Lager Beer, the most comprehensive book for home and microbreweries. Today, there are nearly 50 Brewers Publications titles, print and digital, and a beer book to fit most needs. Whether you're just discovering beer or are a seasoned professional, Brewers Publications is the go-to choice for authors, brewers, and craft beer aficionados. Brews, uh, browse the complete catalog at brewerspublications.com. And we thank them for being a longtime sponsor here Absolutely. on the Network. Hell, you can browse it, you can bruise it. Do whatever you want. That's right. But just do it. If you're looking to get your message out to uh, home brewers or craft brewers, you can visit thebrewingnetwork.com and uh, visit the contact page. There's an advertising link right there, and uh, JP will be happy to help you out. Uh, he know can it. give you uh, any kind of promotions you're looking for, from small budgets to big budgets. We can help you out. And um, uh, honestly, you know, not to toot our own horn, mm-hmm. but we're like the best advertising avenue in, in beer. Yeah, absolutely. We have a very good audience. Very, it's yeah. huge. You, yeah. you can do the magazine thing if you want, you know. If no. you're, but we have very targeted. But like 1986 called, and they want their advertising right. avenue back. Yeah, and their uh, paper. Uh, and so. people even know JP. So if you've been a past guest or you have a new product or whatever you're looking for, go to thebrewingnetwork.com, click the contact button, and you'll find an advertising link right there. We'll send you all the information you need to learn about how great we are. I love telling people how great we are. <laughs> it's kind of why I'm proud of what we do. <laughs> I mean, Honestly, ask yourself, when was the last time you engaged with a print ad? Exactly. When you read a magazine and that wasn't Sky Mall, yeah. and you went home and Googled that company and looked up the thing and engaged the right. the thing. Right. Ten years? I mean, Maybe. I don't even know if I've ever done it. Yeah. And if you need more proof, just look at how many of our sponsors have been with us for so long. You've been listening to them for years. And I know sometimes you go, oh, we have to listen to that ad. We have to listen to that ad. But for one, those people have supported us for a long time. But two, just imagine how effective it must be if they're still with us. <laughs> right, some of them, exactly. Some <laughs> of them over ten years long. Um, and it's just because it works. So, uh, you know, check it out. We can help. We're good at what we do. You should be proud, Tasty. I'm very proud. Good, you know, at, when when you croak, at your funeral, I want to be like, you know, just check Damn. out check out this guy's body of work. You, oh, by the way, you're going to have to speak there. Uh, will you let me? Sure. You bet your You know me, though. I, I'm a softy no? like you. I start crying. I'll be like, oh, Tasty. It's all right. Everybody else will be crying, too. <laughs> no problem. Uh, does, does he have a trust that will uh, continue to pay so we have a board with, with sounders of <laughs> with his taste, quotes yes. so he can continue to be a part of the yeah, show? Yeah, it's like a $35 trust for that exactly. board. Right, That's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's a piece of king. Uh, I think Twitter game is... I, uh, that's our body of work. What is each one of us going to throw down on? <laughs> on that. As the as the casket gets lowered down. <laughs> oh, can we have a Twitter game at your funeral, Tasty? Uh, I don't know if we should. We should. I mean, not respect for me. I don't give a shit. I'll be dead. Yeah. But my relatives and yeah. you know my you know not so uh, rowdy have, friends. We need to have a private wake <laughs> for people right. who just know. Because yeah, the family's not going to. Oh no no, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a fucking party. It, it's yeah. a budget for it. Nobody yeah. has to pay for beer. No, he's, yeah. the JP's yeah. saying like a separate one just so that we can be the assholes that we are. Right. Uh, so well, we party. It's a party. That's the wake. You can just be proper. So we can all party. You can get up and all talk like. Remember the time that I see. I see. Okay, most of your. That's why I need you. 
dead. I don't so need you at the wake. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> I'm talking yeah. about the funeral. Yeah. The, the wake. The wake is the big. Yeah. The, okay, party no, the, is the funeral wake. is. I don't want to go to the wake. I'll, I'll rent a hotel. A, I'll be a crying puddle of mess. Uh, but at the party, uh, I could well, probably get it together. There's a lot of crying to be done between here. Just every time you cry now for somebody you lost or okay. something you yeah. lost, Think just you it. know, just realize it's going to get worse. Yeah. And one every part. Pretty soon you go like, I got this shit. I'll be at the death outline part. I'll be at... Um, you assume he's going to get murdered. Right. Oh, I'd like to go like that. <laughs> They're going to call so, it violently. They will call frankly, it Frankly, so would I. What if you're, especially if you're mur- murdered by like a rabid BN fan who's just like, I can't live without you. Um, yeah. Offs you. Uh, I'll, probably big, I'll probably do death by cop because I'll be like, you know, I got these so many, I'm so old and decrepit. Shoot. <laughs> Death by cop. That's a thing, you know. Yeah, it is. It's going to take him like 11 minutes to get all the way out to Clayton. Right. (laughs) Well, Well, we're going to have to make a pact, Tasty, because uh, if if I'll speak at yours, you know, I am right there with you (laughs) on the death pool. So will you speak at mine? Sure, sure. It's a reciprocal agreement. (laughs) There we go. Only fair trade. That's Uh, how it works. I think that's a fair trade. I I think you'll be fine for the funeral, fine for the wake, because after three days of pulling a weekend at Bernie's with this motherfucker, when he finally goes, you're going to be fine. You're right. You're going to be fine. I'll be so high. Yeah. You'll be good, dude. Don't worry about it. So we do have permission to weekend at Bernie's Tasty? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, oh sorry. Wouldn't yeah, it be you're a asking hoot- me or Tasty? It wouldn't be, it'd be funny, like, at the, at the BrewCon, which we call an NHC, yeah. a home brewers conference. Yeah. If we had, like, a, a made up, like, a dummy Tasty that we did, like, a bunch of people were doing the, oh, yeah. the Bernie thing. It would be so cool. It would be enough, look oh. enough like me yes. that would people go, like, oh, yeah, I see what you're getting It would be and you. This can't be some dummy. And no, it, it would be you. Yeah. And you know what I... <laughs> You know what? I'm like sort of a load. You know. <laughs> you know what I that like about that tasty is. Uh, you know I like it when people just think we're complete idiots. We and there'll be enough people there that are like, "That is so disrespectful. I can't <laughs> believe those guys are doing that." And that just makes me happy. Oh yeah. So. How about we do it when you're still alive? <laughs> me? No uh, him. Yeah. <laughs> just weird. <laughs> we, we could dance him around like he's, like he's dead. Is like he Bernie? Is he, is he dead? Is he not? Yeah. Wait a minute. I missed something. I thought that was the plan for, at the. That's what we were talking about. I thought we were going to do this at HomebrewCon. This we're year? Gonna this year? Tasty, we're going to make a tasty dummy, make it Sorry, look like tasty. him. Yeah, I was thinking a dummy, but he's thinking like post No, no, I'm oh, talking yeah. about So you and I are on the same real page. Tasty. Doc yeah. took it too far. I have always said I wanted to do like a tasty funeral while you were still alive. I've said that to you. Uh, yeah, yeah. The practice one. I, I yeah. was thinking about a birthday party, like a tasty, like a, yeah. a region, area. A uh, party, yeah, and you know, like a bir- and do like a birthday party, which would be sort of like a, this is a good idea, a pre pre thing. Yeah, I'd be happy but a, to d- a death one would be better though, because <laughs> no one cares about a birthday party. But <laughs> well, you, first, we know you're you be, die. I, it's customary die. as you get older. You want to have like a like a, like a, when you get you, know, but it, you yeah. go like man, what's this pain about? <laughs> this lump wasn't here yesterday. Yeah, right. well, I, Wait I, a imagine, minute, I got a bunch of lumps. Yeah. Here's what I imagine: the Batisti's like regional birthday party would be like that scene oh. in the Great Outdoors, yeah. where they go and pay the respects to a 101 year old man because that's what you do, and then he's dead. He died right there, just sitting there, and they have to go wash their hands because they that's what I imagine. That would Fantastic. No, we'd have a party. Yeah, it'd be a party. Farm. No, like, uh, I, on this note, I'm thinking I, this August, by the way. I randomly ran into Julian Schrago in Denver uh, about a week ago. Yeah. He, just, he happened to be there. I was at a brewery. He walks up, says, hey, we had a few beers. And I saw him at the Celebrator Party. And it, it, well, it kind of in the middle of it, he goes, I, I don't know where this came from, but he goes, hey, how the fuck old is Tasty anyway? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like... 
I don't Sound know. Like all the women, I, I, don't, I don't know. He won't. He won't tell us, and nobody really knows. Yeah. And we started throwing out numbers. <laughs> and, uh, but it, it, re- it kind of goes like me. he's got to be older than that. Well, well, he's, he's asking on how long you got. <laughs> he thought honestly. Oh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I thought you were the oldest. Everyone else had was picking. Well, you low, know me. You numbers. see me right. over here in this terrible lighting. You know, <laughs> and I'm like stoned and drunk. Yeah. Both, you know, yeah. the BN HR files. This are is my best look from everybody. They are sealed. And, yeah, and first take, off, what yeah. are you getting at? Uh, I, nothing. I just thought it was Fine. interesting that Julian asked, and I was like, you know, <laughs> Fine. we used to ask that Long question all the time, <laughs> but the, the fucker keeps living, so we stopped asking right. how old he is anymore. You just uh, keep going and going. I keep getting older, though. I didn't it's, know. It's I all a good not, thing. I hope I'm not jinxing you right you know, now. Yeah, yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> I feel like I knew how old yeah. you were, and I forgot. Oh, you used to know? Yeah. I used it's to, better that you forget. Nobody I should to, I know. actually forgot. Yeah. Hey. Honestly. Hey. I think I've had to give my uh, birthday on to Bevo for some travel something, or something some official. reservation. I think that's exactly what it was for, Make an airplane reservation for me. She kept I go like, here it goes. Yeah. She kept your secret safe. I think I, no, I'm almost 100% sure I looked it up. Like, I did the math because I wanted to know. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. Do you remember if your response was, oh, or holy shit? No, I think it was... Huh. Just be, be, be polite. <laughs> like, oh man, he's a lot older than I thought. Or, no, no, I, mean, I, 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 huh? That's <laughs> what it was. I wasn't, okay. like, I wasn't overwhelmed right, so by how amazing you, old you huh? were. Or give me your, you slight, give young. me your slightly surprised reaction. Like, yeah. huh? Like if it, if it oh, no. had surprised you, I think she you. just did twice. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> not sure. No, fine. Okay. What's the low end of the surprise? What's that sound like? What's the high end of surprise? (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) Really? I got some reference. Why would you like have that reaction? Here we go. Oh dear. He's lying. All right, let's do our uh, Twitter game. Twitter game yeah. results. All right, let's do that. What was our Twitter game okay, question? Um, our Twitter game question was: If we made a movie, what award would we win for it? Oh yeah, there we go. Because the Oscars were last night. Okay. Can we have music? No. Can't have music. Well, I don't have any. Well, and it's not allowed. We fired right. our producer okay, a long first time off, ago. <laughs> which one? <laughs> yes. All of them. That. Uh, Christian Smith writes in, and he says, the Little League Participation Award. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks for participating. Sounds about oh, right. Yeah. yeah, which is pretty much, I think, yeah. Suitable for framing. Find a post-it. <laughs> Find a post-it, and then post it. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Post-it is a verb and a noun. 21st century. Uh, Ramsey says, obviously not for sound editing. Otherwise, Justin would never come back. True. That's true. Right? Also, well, we, we didn't ask what we weren't going to do. We also for. would never deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Our sound is so up and down. Nobody true. gets what they want. That's what you get for uh, live content. Uh, Lesher House says, the Clint Eastwood Award given to the most curmudgeonly crew at the awards show. I like that. Mm. I like that mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Which is, that would be the award given for us showing up to the award show, not for the movie. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Of anybody in the audience. I'm good the, with it. I'm I mean, the movie would reflect the same curmudgeon. Yeah. So. For sure. I mean, if we have to make a movie to get an award, also, know, might as well. I think it would just who be. Who knows who the Leshers are? Yeah. It's a be a movie about us being at the last awards show being curmudgeon. <laughs> so I think we could just yeah. do this yeah. whole thing. Jeff Engel says, uh, best public service feature of why you should stay in school. Okay. I get it. Hmm. Which is uh, true. Um, 
I, I, yeah. Michael uh, Weiwazlawiga yeah. says, uh, Best Supporting Actress to Cousin Lotka for her role in From Chechnya with Love. <laughs> I love Cousin Lotka. Oh, she's right. the best. I will forward that message. <laughs> and then she's we had a lot this week. He this broke week. me. Um, <laughs> that's, I think, the follow-up mm. from Chechnya with all of his. He broke from me. He broke me. From Chechnya. Uh, Bok- yeah. says, uh, best silent movie adaptation of a podcast. <laughs> Which I don't know why I found slightly amusing. I like that. It's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> and that's it. Those are our entries. <laughs> Hang on, I'm still right. They're all long. Yeah, well. Uh, of long a entries. podcast. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. A lot of good ones here. I like the Little League Participation Award. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like the Not for Sound Editing. Um because it's true. If I got it, that would be that. It's like the pinnacle of my career. Right. Um, but I'm going to eliminate that one because it just could never happen. It's not feasible. Okay. Uh, Besides the setup of us <laughs> making a movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the rest is so feasible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really, really like the Clint Eastwood Award. I'm gonna. That's that's got a star by. It. That's okay. going to be in the vote. What was uh, the Clint Eastwood sure. one? It's in the running. Uh, that that we would be so curmudgeon. Oh, the curmudgeon. Oh, I like the Clint Eastwood Award. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. Best public service award for why you should stay in school. Um, I do like that one. Mm. We have a we have a doctor in the house. We stayed in school for a while. I feel like in the house is air quotes. <laughs> I was so, in the So is doctor. Was, what, is, was. what was the best support? I, I only wrote down half of it. What's the best supporting actor one? Uh, best supporting actress, actress to Cousin Lodka for her oh, role Lodka, in yeah. From Chechnya with Love. I love it. I'm going to eliminate it because uh, it's a small segment of our listenership, although my favorite segment. Uh-huh. Who, knows <laughs> those, who knows those inside jokes? People have met, um, met Cousin Lodka. Uh, best silent adaptation of a podcast is is definitely clever and most Oscar like actually. So I, mean, I was yeah. gonna I was gonna mm-hmm. take it out, mm-hmm. but you know what? I'm gonna leave it in. That so so I've got four here right now. We're gonna need some nominations uh, to keep. You know, you know I'm a fan me. of the Kermudgeon. The Kermudgeon. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, 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 I keep one thinking star. of a, like a, t- a T-shirt. It shows the outline of all us, us podcasters yeah. in our, our curmudgeon glory. I and like this. Our, like, and, uh, that's really us, and, too. And cargo I mean, shorts, yeah. whatever we do. We are curmudgeonly yeah, I thought we'd show up for I've the awards. I've never seen you in cargo shorts. Uh, any other to nominations? Me, to me, it was between that one and the silent film adaptation of a podcast. Yeah, I think both of those are, are, yeah. are my. Yeah. Okay, so those are the two. Bevo, unless you want to not. Those are, those are Bevo's, too, Same. also. Yeah, no. All right. Then we're going to do the old uh, hand raise. Oh, um, shit. Uh, I forget how this works. Raise your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. It's, it's in the question. Sort of like oh, shit. Uh, it's in hey, the statement. This could be in the movie because it doesn't you know, make any sound. It's yeah. among the Academy. <laughs> <laughs> raise your hand if it's the Clint oh. Eastwood Award for uh, curmudgeonly uh, oh, yeah, uh, people. All right. We got two votes there. And then uh, raise your hand if it's the best silent adaptation of a podcast. That's yeah, our yeah. winner. Oh, right. Four votes. Yeah. Great, great job. Great, who, who good choice. Boconon. 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 I hope he's Boconon. not part of Boconon. Can we play a clip? It's so good, I'm going to draw a little circle around it. Can we oh, wow. Even though it's just going in the garbage. Yeah, 
you know throw what? it away. Bevo, I want you to send my little note this time with the with the prize pack. Ooh, that way, an extra uh, bonus. They can see how Ooh, of, they window. can see how official the voting is. <laughs> with First off, JP, the, the writing's on the other side of that note. Yeah, but it doesn't stick on that side. Uh, yeah, Fine. I forgot how they work. <laughs> I'm Out looking at it. Stuff for the spank He's bank. the doctor, by the way. Whoa. <laughs> spank bank. Yeah, Justin's note. Yeah. Not my spank bank. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you really liked my hand, my scribbles. <laughs> no. And no. If you were a doctor, you would have put it the other way. Well, speaking of Spank Bank, uh, if you go to adamandeve.com right now, they are determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom, and they're backing up that promise. So check this out. You can go to adamandeve.com, get 50% off almost any item when you enter coupon code BNARMY at checkout, B-N-A-R-M-Y. And that's a good deal in and of itself, but backed by popular demand and for a limited time only, you're also going to get a free Big O kit. Uh, and who doesn't love the Big O? Adam and Eve's Big O kit includes their exclusive Climax gel, which, I don't know, like, I'm afraid of that kind of stuff. I think at our age, we don't really need it. But I think at Doc's age... <laughs> at any age as a man, did you ever need help Climax? <laughs> like, no. my whole, like, basically... Well, I assume it's for the other girl. I think it's for the girl. For the other girl? First off, you for guys... I party. I don't know. What do you want? Oh, no. You don't. Because I was thinking, my climax time has gone from like what twelve seconds to maybe forty-five in the in the years that I've been alive. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it though; it's not for me. Interesting. It's yeah. for me. <laughs> Interesting. Oh. Um, so what's um, the there point? are things for other people. <laughs> You know what? I'm pretty good with that. Uh, plus a mini vibrator. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, you'll also get your entire order sent to you for free. So hurry, yes. take advantage of this limited time offer. You can choose a new adult toy, a naughty movie, or almost anything else. And when you choose that one item at 50% off, you're going to get free shipping plus the big O kit with the Climax gel and the mini vibrator. And you won't find this deal anywhere else. Who's probably a lie. I mean, well, why do you want a mini vibrator? Uh, but you help, you help us, us by using this deal. Oh. Use coupon code BNARMY, B N A R M Y, at checkout uh, at adamandeve.com. And thanks to them also for being a sponsor for so long. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. they would have right. stuck with us for this no, long. Great, right. Stuck, stuck to us like Climax, Joe. Right. They um, should give us the worst live read award over the years for um, what we do with their ads. They've, but, been, they've been awesome. Yeah. And apparently yeah. so have our listeners using that coupon code. Otherwise, Excellent. they wouldn't stick around. Yet another example of how advertising on the Brewing Network works. Yeah. I'm still holding out for the factory tour. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for Beb to, to hook it up, yeah. but she refuses. Absolutely refuses. Isn't hmm. that like... like wasn't it in Missouri Minnesota? or uh, no? It's in North Carolina. Or it's, it's like North Carolina. Is so it in Asheville? I think it's outside of Asheville. Right. I think it's like an hour. We looked it up one time. Right? Is it worth the drive? I mean, I, it sounds like. It. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, yeah. Because you go to the warehouse, I yeah. imagine, it's and there's a, there's a pallet a of dildos, warehouse. and you go, every one of those dildos is going to be inside of somebody at some point. Plus, yeah. clearly, that's kind of cool. We would also clearly drive the BNRV if we ever did this. And do you realize how <laughs> we'll many far, dildos we'll... we can fit in that thing? We can melt some dildos. With the trailer? Right. A tree could have a trailer. <laughs> hey, dude. Yeah. You can fix leaks with dildos. I think that's how they measure suspension rate. <laughs> Even, yeah. if, you, even if you have <laughs> one <plug>. dildo <laughs> like per state, 
on the way there. That would be kind of amazing to like yeah. work up a gag, no pun intended. <laughs> okay, well. And see how many, if they could fill the RV with dildos and how um, many dildos it would be. Um, like if wow. we did the video on being on the road. Yeah, yeah. call Guinness. Like, like a guess, um, wow. like how many Dildos, How many right? Dildos yeah. In the bunker. The RV. There's, 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 there's a in jar the of five dildos next to the RV. For scale. Just, yeah, right. right. So, how many are in the RV? That's a great bit. We uh, might we have to have a I feel like we can go backup RV with that bit. I feel like, though, we would have to purchase those dildos. <laughs> I don't think so. I think that's no, worth No, it. I think it'd be, a, yeah. Yeah. No, it'd be yeah. a national phenomenon. That promo is worth Plus its the weight trailer, in dildos. The trailer, pull the trailer behind it full of like flashlights. Yeah. It happens once. So, yeah, the trailer. Is the runner-up prize? Yeah. If you can guess how Most many flashlights are in the trailer and how many dildos are in the RV, yeah. you, you don't know. know. JP, as usual, you don't know. You're right. onto something. Yeah, I've come up with a good idea that will never be executed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, unfortunately, it. Adam and he doesn't listen to us. No. They just see our well, number. We should, actually, honestly, we should, we should email them. Let's do that because right. maybe they'll fly us out. So no, 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 we no. Have we this idea. The point is, we, 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 we got to make it all the way there. Stay with me. Stay with me. The BNRV, I'm not going to say it's in good shape, but it can make it there. You know. Oh, wait. Wait. Really? So I'm going to drive it to NHC this year, and then uh-huh. I'm just going to keep driving it. Yeah. I, I, thought, that. I thought you'd leave it. I mean, like. No. I mean, I might end up leaving it somewhere. Go if, north, you mean, or just keep going in circles? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we a valid question, Tasty. Uh, Way uh, too Paul many has a lot of one-way streets. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna go the northern route east because I've never done that. Oh. So you know, we've High had desert. a couple uh, guests on, like from Montana. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go that uh, way. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna. I think I'm gonna keep going after NHC. That's kind of towards the because um, I'm done with. Belt. Uh, we're done with our big events by then mm-hmm. uh, until the Great American Beer Festival. Okay. Um, I've got some new ways to get content. I just, in fact, I'm going to be posting some um, later this week that I just uh, developed in Colorado. Uh, some different video content, mm-hmm. and I've always wanted to do it anyway. And I'm thinking, um, you told me I'm out of a job. No, no, no. not at all. <laughs> that part will be up to you guys uh, no. because I can either do shows from the road to give you guys a break, or you can, or we can mix, or you can do shows here. We'll figure all that out. Yeah, but can you fly me out to Wyoming I for like a little, little I want, cameo? I do actually want people to meet me at different parts sure. on the on on the trip. Um, okay. And those of you who can handle being in the RV. Can can do that I don't as well. Thing. I'll uh, meet you out that's there. what I'm saying. Those right. of you who can handle it. Um, so that's my tentative plan right now. Okay. Yeah. How many dildos are going to be in the RV? Uh, well, no, well if, we won't know until we well, get to well, the pitch oh, the okay. How, How many you bring it up? <laughs> I think we're going to call the trip Destination Dildos Asheville. And um, Destination Dildo has a good ring to it. <laughs> oh yeah. So too. It's um, my new uh, my new series. Are you thinking about coming down Devo. into into Asheville? Well, they have tooth water. Well, I don't know. I'll go through. Montana, mm-hmm. and then into I'm Wyoming, with you. Uh, which Wait, is not words? right next to Montana, but something. I but uh, eventually sure. into Wyoming, um, I will then drop down into Colorado because I'll need like a little break, right. and then potentially, depending on how the schedule's going and how you guys are feeling about shows and who can meet us, me. Um, 
maybe continue on to Asheville. I don't know. I don't really know. I'm just going to fly. Right. Yeah. Well, um, keep me posted. I basically yeah. just want to live in my RV for a little while. Hmm. I think you should. Is what's going to happen. Yeah. You, could, you could go down and fondle Texas for a little bit and then arc up That's way into too, North no, no. Carolina. Well, it, it, Texas off, would only be hit on the way back. That's unless way you're going right to Austin. Austin. No. So you go through the back door. I don't want to fondle any part of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> no, Texas, no, Texas too big. is way out of the picture. I'm going yeah. the northern, northern route. Well, I'm interested. Okay. I'm interested. I may, You're I may have, have a to, baby. I know, it right? So I yeah. may have to jump in and out. Um, right. um, but right. I would be interested in doing that. I, that's the part I like. I like that shit, and I know you do. And and that's the part I actually thought was kind of cool is that some of us can jump in and out. It'll keep yeah. it interesting. Yeah. Uh, you guys can get back to your life. So if Tasty wants yeah, to, I can see in you Wyoming, dropping into St. Louis, my home and, turf. Uh, I would love to do that. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking about driving the RV. Up to Portland, so I'll pick up people on the way. Are you just <laughs> repeating what he just said? Hey guys, it's I got a different trip. Got different, different RV. I got this great idea. No, <laughs> I'm gonna drive an RV to Portland, um, and then maybe okay. through, can then keep going. No, different RV. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I to with you two same story, different so that I can, you know, check in on that job offer. You, well, there's no job. Wait, offer. what? Hmm. What? There's no job. Well, you have no job. That's right. Now. Yeah, one of our guests right. from Montana offered. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right. Oh, from so. uh, Phillipsburg. Oh. Phillipsburg. Yeah. yeah. I will. You're allowed to go to Montana with me, but I'll be goddamned if I leave you there, Bebo. If I have to, they have otters, Justin. Do you um, have otters? I will. No. I have an otter box. <laughs> yeah. There's know. a shower in the RV. He could throw an otter in. Yeah. Pet it would otters. die. I'll find some wet slimy RV thing for you. How about that? <laughs> How about no? Uh, so, anyway, that's the tentative idea around homebrew con. Um, Sounds I, great. It started with I was like, how could I, how could I save money on homebrew con? Which was by driving up all of our equipment. And then I just thought, well, maybe I can get some content and keep going. So we will continue to discuss this idea. Uh, yeah. See if we can come up with a schedule. Who will meet along the way? That'll be yeah. great. And up some place. Um, and I'll, ju- I might just drive that thing till it falls apart. I think you should. Somebody asked me, they were like, what are you, you going to do if it falls <laughs> apart on the road? I was like, I'm going to fucking leave it right where it is. <laughs> I'm and stuck there. Get on <laughs> the over to the airport yeah. and go. Fuck oh, oh, it, yeah. Or I, maybe I'll just live I'll it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found my new home. Yeah, yeah. here yeah. we go. You can sell those dildos if you're on the way back. <laughs> hey, wherever you go, there you are. Yeah. <laughs> Never Street buy value. a dildo out of an RV. Oh, sorry. PSA. Yeah, that was the total experience. Yeah. Good tip. That was. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say, never buy a dildo out of an RV. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see how that goes. Or always. Yeah, unless it has a hop grenade on it. <laughs> That's right. All right, I think we're done here. Are we? Mm. Great. Oh. All right, next week on the program, we've got the legendary Speakeasy Brewing Company oh, yeah. in, brewery here, in the yeah. studio. That's right. And I think it, I hope they're willing to talk about all the things because they yeah. uh, were either very near or completely went out of business. And they've then been, yeah, yeah. Yeah. came out of liquidation. Yeah. And then came right back out. So yeah. and, and they've been around the Bay Area beer scene for uh, a long time, a lot longer than, than most. So... And for some reason, we've never had them in, in the studio. No, so, um, no, either version. Yeah. So next week we got that going on, and then just a heads up: later on in the month, on the twenty sixth to be exact, 
Russian River back in studio with us. Nice. And this time, both Natalie and Vinny are going to come join us. And uh, we're going to talk about the beers of Russian River, of course. We're going to do a big night here at the Hop Grenade. If you want to plan your trip out, it's a good night to do it. We'll have a lot of their beers on tap. We're going to learn about their new brewery. Um, And uh, this one's been a long time in the making because uh, they're busy, but they've been wanting to come back on the show, and we finally nailed down a date. So who doesn't like a good Russian River show? Oh, both of them, of course. And if you think about it, you know, as successful as Russian River is, they have just been a longtime friend of the show. Yeah. I believe they were on in our first year of broadcasting back in 2005. That's true. Yep. Uh, which is very cool. I, yeah. In other words, we've really made them the brewery that they are. <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure. We grew up together. We became world <laughs> famous together. together. Yeah. That's right. Thanks for giving me the heads up because I won't Wouldn't be here happened. that night. Yeah, I think, I think I've, uh, one time Vinny Perfect. promised me a yeah. really special recipe it's on the that he would give on the show. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not going to mention the name. Oh. You better remind uh, him so he's prepared. I will remind him, yes. Between Does now it make and you then. younger? Let's get him prepared. No, no. It's Tasty the oldest? Is that what it's going to be? <laughs> no, 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 it's one of his beers. Yes. Yeah. But he said he'd, give the, he'd never give him the recipe away. Oh, okay. Give him a reminder. So I'll give him a reminder. I'll give him the old, like, you know, put him in a headlock. All right. So that one's on uh, March 26th. And... And there'll I'll, be a bunch of their beers on tap here, I assume? That's right. Great. We're making a whole Russian River night out of it. Nice. Um, and then just five days later is the uh, Spring Brews Festival. So mm-hmm. a lot happening in March with the Brewing Network. Come come join us Yes, for all these fun things. All right, Jip, you ready to get us out of here? Sure, bro. Ham, why not? Thanks, everybody, and thanks to Moxa. We'll see you next week. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Moxa Brewing was in the house tonight all the way from Rockland, California, which is like north somewhere. Head to moxabrewing.com to figure out where they are and then go drink their beer. Merge your love of Disneyland with your lack of engaging podcasts and go to earsuppodcast.com as JP, Terrence, Bevo, and Taryn talk about all things Disney. Get on Twitter for some good beer insight and homebrew info and follow Nate Smith at Nathan Homebrew, Mike McDowell at Tasty McD, Warren is stuck over at Another Beardy. JP, however, fully understands that Twitter is dead and you should follow him on Instagram and Major Jip. And Bevo is also hanging out on Instagram as well at Beverly Moore. Be sure to find the Brewing Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JP's an asshole. Just